0: Six
1: nine. Welcome to the program on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com. It's, uh, well, it's the last week of the year. It's our last week of the year. It's uh, it's four shows, or as Fantone calls it, 48 breaks. He walked right through the doors like, 48 and more, man. That's it. That's it. That is, uh, dude. You have your advent calendar down, man.
0: I've had to count going since like three hundred, but no, forty-eight, dude. We can do this. We can. We can. Sometimes you need a cheerleader. I am that cheerleader. You are. And today, I will. Uh, I will. I'll let you know. Forty-eight more. This one's essentially
1: over, Dan. We essentially is that only right? Have Signed on. Done. Over. On. Put hey, it in the books. Welcome to the program, everyone. That might be the best show ever. Then honestly, a three-minute show might be the best program.
0: <laughs> All right, sluggers and butters, and we're it.
1: out and we're done. Uh, dude, how are you? How was
0: the weekend? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. It was a uh what do I want to say? It was a holiday s show. It was uh, all really? the things that that you would expect the weekend before okay, Christmas well, on for me. me. Um Friday night, uh first and foremost, uh Cavs Night if you can't charge was an was absolute that? blast. Uh tons of people there, a lot of love for the show. Uh Charge not able to pull off the victory, but it was still a really good game, and honestly, it was uh it was awesome to see like the Charge Girls and the Cavs yeah, Girls and uh, and the uh, and like the like the, the screen girls. team and like the all these different like they had like these Dunkers come in, and Moondog was there. How was Ahmad? Uh, Austin Carr? Was there Ahmad Crump? Was awesome. Yeah, how was he? He was really good. He was. Uh, he was obviously. uh Did she get better, to rub elbows. Better at the job than I was. Well, I got to, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, a little bit more experience at it. I uh, I went up, shook his hand, thankful for being on the show. He was. Uh, he was like, dude, you guys are so funny. He's like, I listened to you as soon as I got off the air. He's like, you guys, you know. He's like, that was the first time I'd ever heard of you guys, but you guys were just hilarious. Oh, that's good. So that's yeah, good. We made a believer out of him there. Oh, and, I like uh, it. And uh, see, dude, one step closer to LeBron. Just just moving our way up the dude, ladder we're get to hang out moving our way up the ladder I like it but uh dude it was a great night for canton dude the trophy was, there. How did, Carr was uh,
1: there it was it was really cool how did uh all right so they didn't win and uh you know that's unfortunate but how did uh a new friend of the program Quinn Cook uh play how did he
0: play uh, he had a good game he did His charge had a rough third quarter it was just one of those times where you get beat up in one quarter and you just couldn't pull it off in enough time on the other side i got so. a bold
1: prediction okay You have uh, you have some pretty serious uh, Canton aspirations. I I, I know you'd like at some point want to be mayor and city council and that whole thing. Uh I think you're, well, I think you're wrong on all of it. I I, I think there's a job, there's a position to be had by you in this city forever. And I think a long part of it will be this, you know, particular job. But but I think the next step for you professionally, Matthew Fantone, is all right. And just mark it down, bold prediction: you will one day. Be a coach with the can charge. I don't know about head coach, but you will be a coach of some level with the can charge.
0: Yeah. I uh, I love it, dude. I love. You will it. use I basketball knowledge go in the in the organization.
1: The better. I believe it. Yeah. No. I believe. I believe. Be- I, I honestly believe at some point that, that that will be something that you do. Well, player development. I don't know something as they uh,
0: as they continue to uh, you know get further into the NBA D league and the the deeper that goes and the more teams that they introduce to it, the more and more you're going to see dudes. Um, like Damon Jones was a co- coach last year. James Posey's been a coach for the Charge before. Where you're getting dudes? who oh, high school who, made of who, mine. Who it's it's not only it's not only like developing the teams and developing the players. It's developing the coaches. It's developing the officials. Right. It's developing the rules and stuff like that. Dude, a ref
1: would be a cool job for you too in the D League. Me
0: and me and LeBron, man, we might be hanging out soon. Let's we'll see that? what I can do. See what I can do. Dude,
1: everything basketball related what? means you're on LeBron's couch for Could some I reason. I hang out with LeBron. What's he doing today? Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So okay. And so all right. Charge game, awesome. Hashtag charge up. all oh, that's great. Saturday, dude. Saturday. Oh, no. Girlfriend gets off work, and she's like, babe, oh, no. I just got paid, and we have so much Christmas stuff to do, and I'm like, God damn Christmas.
1: Well, then you go into girlfriend mode and get your ass in the car and go do the Christmas stuff while I sit here and drink and pass and out early. We full throttle Belden Village shit, dude, and oh. I
0: even said to her, I'm like, Megan, bro, I'm like, it's Saturday at three o'clock. The week before Christmas, oh and God. you want to go to Belton Village. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah. And you know how this ended up? Sure. We ended up going to Belden Village. Yeah, you did. Dude, I am telling you right now, that 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 strip where there's the Target and the Coles and, oh uh, and the dicks. You oh, could do Survivor there. Oh, my God, dude. For sure. I'm telling you right now, it took us at least a half an hour to get out of the parking lot into, like, just the street. I'm just talking to there, get to the lights. There's been,
1: there's been was, times... There has because Dix is in there. So, I'll, like, I, oh, know, a lot of times I'll buy golf balls or, you know, you know, clubs or, you know, that kind of stuff in there. There's been times where I've thought, like, dude, just leave the car here and walk <laughs> home. Like, just walk. You might make it faster.
0: It was. Awful! It's brutal over there, and I mean, like, listen. I shop at the Walmart on Tusk on a regular basis, so I am no stranger yeah, to, the, that the other day. to the to the to uh, the you know Battle Dome like atmosphere that a parking lot can turn into. But this was on another level, and when you take things to another level from the from the Walmart on Tusk, you know you're in a bad place, Belton Village, and I don't
1: know why. I was unaware there was anywhere else to go, Belton
0: Village. It's like a black hole of terrible driving, and the closer you get to it, the worse everyone gets. As soon as you get get past like where we work as soon as you get past shuffle all right everyone's back to normal we all remember how to drive but as you get to that epicenter of crap driving oh i was gonna lose my mind i was i was, I was just screaming at people yelling in the parking lots she's like babe, gotta be careful with that. exactly she's like babe the window's down i'm like i don't care you're a terrible driver
1: Dude, people have been dying lately over that I'm worried, and I always say I'm worried about that. That's how I'm going to go. Cause I am, I, I get irate behind the wheel of a car over stuff like that. When people don't go, and like, I just, I, I don't know. I become unhinged. Wow. It was so, bad, dude. Are, well, are you guys done with the shopping list? Uh,
0: for the most part, yes. The only thing I have, I have one more thing to buy for her. I already know what I'm getting, where I'm going, all that. Oh, I figured you were done with her for a while now. I already got, I already got it planned out. I already know what I'm doing. And I have to buy one more thing for one of my nephews. But that's easy enough. Like I'll be able to take care of that. So I feel like the uh, the vast majority of, of Christmas scene, yeah, it's done.
1: Nice. Nice. Did you watch that Browns game yesterday? A uh, little bit. A little bit. Turn on the uh, Turn on the clowns for a little bit. Man, did you see you know, RG3 put that one drive together and people started posting all like, these memes and all this stuff? Like, talking about, there, I see you, RG3, I see you. Like, wow. I. I,
0: I, I How would you put that? Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> like, what
1: are you talking about? We'll talk to Scott from dot com 8 o'clock about that. But yeah, I watched a little bit of it, and then I gave up. I, uh, you know, I couldn't do it. I uh, couldn't
0: I, do I, it. I feel like much like driving to Belden Village on the Saturday before Christmas, watching the Browns yesterday, there was a little bit of a sadness involved in me there where it was like, I turned it on and I think they were down like. 30 30 to 3 or 30 to 13 or something like that. And I was like, yes, Brown's getting their ass kicked. Like, I'm going to sit down and actually watch it now. I feel like if it would have been like, you know, just a touchdown or something, I'd have been like, yeah, whatever. I know they're going to lose. But when they're getting throttled, when they're getting like demolished, I really do. I wonder what that says about me as a fan now, because I like to watch them lose. Not just like to watch them lose, but I like to watch them get humiliated. Like,
1: Well, then you came to the right organization. (laughs)
0: like, Like, you remember Last week, we played that Tony Rizzo audio, and uh, he said, You know, don't celebrate in my misery. And it's more than celebrating in your misery. Like, I hope for it. Like, I laugh at it. I find it comical now when Brown's Twitter's like, Oh my God, they're so bad. And I'm like, Yeah, they are so bad.
1: It like brings joy to me. Remember earlier in the season where somebody that listens to this program was arguing we shouldn't play Yakety Sax form because <laughs> they weren't going to be that bad? <laughs> He was willing. I, he was willing to bet like crazy amounts of money against us never playing this song while talking about the Browns because he thought they were going to go like six and twelve or something, or whatever it is. That was a terrible thought. We should have took that bet. Four and, tw- four and twelve is what it would have been.
0: Can we retroactively take that bet. I know he's listening.
1: I called Owen twenty. We'll talk to Scott. All right, well, you had a much more exciting weekend than I did. I did nothing, honestly, nothing to report. Just uh, sat at home all weekend, did nothing. But uh, I, th- th- there is something we haven't talked about yet. Okay. And what, I've, what I'm i very curious to find out, Okay. and we got to talk about this a little bit. And uh, I don't know if you're choosing to leave this out, or maybe you didn't, but I'm very curious about whether or not the world's ultimate trader, Matthew Fantone, yeah. did you go to the office Christmas party? Ah. Did you go to the office Christmas party? I See, did not dude, I did not. Were, we were both uh, we were both made to feel some guilt over the fact that we weren't going to go. It was on uh, I believe it was Friday at, at, at well, noon 30. And uh we, we both said no, we weren't going to go. And uh you may remember Phantom was voted, you know, employee of the month for December, which I can't mm-hmm. figure out why. Can't figure out why. Still a bit of a
0: head scratcher for me too. Like listen, I'll take the I'll take the the, the praise. I'm I'm sure very quick to be like, "Yeah, give me a participation plaque." I want that. But I don't know what I did in November. I don't know. Nothing.
1: I was there. I was standing right there. Literally every minute you were in this building in November, I was standing across from you and you didn't do anything. So I'm trying to figure that out too. But I thought for sure you'd sell me right down the river and look like the good employee who went and we didn't go. And here's what's crazy about it. We were talking this morning right before the show started about whether or not we should buy our boss something for Christmas. And in most most situations, you do. But you said to me, and this is totally true, this isn't that place. And I feel like the same thing. That's why I didn't go to the Christmas party. And isn't that weird? It's like, this is the place where it's like, no, you don't have to do that here. Where in most situations, it's like, of course you go to the Christmas party. Because if you don't, sooner or later, they're going to be like, oh, that's a good reason to fire those two dudes. But here, it's not going to matter. And I started thinking about it. And there's just not a lot of team unity in this building. And that's okay. But all radio stations, and I would bet most working situations, are ultra clicky. But radio stations are really clicky. So you like hang out with the people that you hang out with and that's it. But the problem is, is that most radio stations and why it's okay is there's a couple hundred people running around, right? You got to, you know what I mean? There's, you know, there's six stations in the building. There's a large staff. We have a smaller than average staff here. So there's like 30 of us. So it's like ultra clicky, but that's now it's like, it's not like you can't hide in a sea of other people and like, ah, well, we don't really mess with that department anyway. I don't care. I don't need to know them. Like everybody's really personable here. And so now, all of a sudden, it becomes three on three, and the Christmas party ends up being like Rucker Park, and you can't play Steph Curry <laughs> vagina basketball in Rucker Park. You better bring your Westbrook. You know what I mean? And it's just like I just don't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to d up. I didn't. I didn't want to do it. I, I didn't want to do it. I, I just, you know, it's ultra clicky here.
0: I got, I got heavy guilt trip, dude. Heavy guilt trip. Friday it was towards the end of the show, and I like went to go get a cup of coffee or something like that. And the HR lady like corners me, and she's like, "You're coming, aren't you?" And I'm like, Jeez. Uh, I was like, uh, "Listen, I got stuff going on this afternoon. I'm really sorry." And you know me, I just automatically, "I'm sorry," and blah blah blah. And she's like. But it's not going to be any fun if you guys aren't there. And I'm like, well, Dan's got stuff going on, too. And she's like, you both have stuff going on in the same afternoon at the same time. And yeah. I'm like, and she could just be- tell I was lying. Because we're grown ups. No, she we have go- lives. What did I What did I, I didn't have anything to do. And, and my girlfriend says to me, she's like, why didn't you go to that party? And I said, well, I didn't really want to go. And then Dan said, you know, like, hey, dude, don't go because I don't want to go. And she's like, you guys are the worst employees ever. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Kind of. And, uh, dude, I I'm sorry. Know. Are
1: they going to revoke? Are they- I'm um, revoke my employee of the month. Worst employees ever. I'm sorry. Raise your hand. And This is a bad because we're on the radio, so visuals probably don't work. But both of us are going to be ra- able to raise our hand if you were here every day this month, right? We're here. We work. Now, it's not a hard job, but we at least show up to do it. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't get that. We do a good job. We're highly rated. We seem to be getting pretty popular in Canton, Ohio. Maslin likes us a little bit too. Lions, I know we bag on wow, you, but guys, you know
0: what I mean. Like us, that's all us being good radio people. We're well, great. that's what we
1: get paid for. Good,
0: but, we don't get paid to be a good hang in the hallway. But you're still an employee. You still have other things to do other than just be on the radio, <gasps> dude. Look at you,
1: dude, like super democrat or the that like corporate, you know, we do. red line. We do. We have other
0: jobs. We have other
1: things that we, we have other responsibilities. We do have other jobs. You're damn right. We both have other jobs. It's true. It's true, because they don't pay us a lot here. And you know what? I'm not going to go to that Christmas party either. I'm not going to go to the Agora's Christmas party either. Probably be better yeah. than Swedish meatballs, though. Oh, dude, that Christmas party gets wild. Yeah, it gets out of say, hand. What? That's one of the reasons I'm not going to go. It's because I don't want to get in trouble. That Christmas party is amazing. Now, I understand why this one doesn't turn into like, yeah, let's just start drinking beers in the middle of the afternoon in a corporate office. I totally get it now. But like I said, man, it's just too clicky and it was going to be awkward and weird. Right? I guess talking about it probably doesn't help it. I can already hear my boss. Don't air our dirty laundry out in the streets. Well, sunlight is the best disinfectant. You're getting clean. To the sweet sounds of Mariah Carey. All right, we have the Stansbury Show Stocking Stuffers all week long, leading up until the 23rd. It's every hour you're getting hooked up with $50 to a local area business. This hour, it is Sluggers and Putters. We have that right now. Caller 20, one 243 7625 Get you hooked up at that. And continue the program next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. 7 a.m., 7.20 this morning. Get hooked up with a $50 gift card good for uh, the Hard Rock Roxino out there. Part of the Stan's ratio Stocking Stuffers. Every hour on the program up until the 23rd, our last day of the week and the year. And 7.20 is Hard Rock that's a uh, that's such an easy present
0: for your wife like oh yeah babe we're going up to the hard rock I got tickets to a show I'm gonna take you out to dinner we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play the slots it's gonna it be, be a good time
1: feels like a mistress gift to me but you know whatever <laughs> I'm being asked uh, via Twitter if I've have uh, seen Rogue one new Star Wars movie and uh obviously I, I I believe it like took all the box offices this weekend I just assumed but I, I, I you know I Think of something crazy, like 160 million or something. And uh, I have seen Rogue One, uh, but I watched a bootleg of Rogue One. I legally watched a uh, a bootleg of Rogue One, and I know I'm a super hypocrite because I talk about how people shouldn't steal music and artists should be paid for what they work. And I am an artist, I I, on some level, and I feel like I should be paid to do what I do. So, yes, all right, I'm totally hypocritical. Okay, I'm an epic terrible person, probably going to hell. I think we well established. Now, the v- version I watched didn't look all that great. Okay, looked all right, but it didn't look great. I know it wasn't studio quality. Some of the stuff on there, is studio quality, some stuff not as of yet. Super real, ultra new things. You got to wait a couple of weeks, then you'll get like studio quality. But it wasn't quite that. So I have to like temper my judgment of the movie while weighing that in. Because the Star Wars movie, 85% of it, being a fan of the franchise, let's be honest, 85% of it is how it looks. The stories are always the story. It's the Death Star, and you got to get this part, and you got to get this part out of it, or whatever. Now, leading up to the movie, I didn't know which piece this was, which gap they were filling with Rogue One. I didn't really care. I was just like, ah, it's Star Wars, I know I'm going to see it anyway, I don't really care, I didn't pay attention. So when watching it, I realized which story it was. I was like, oh, okay. I like this. This is a cool idea. Overall, I thought i am got to go see it. I'll probably go today, maybe tomorrow um, to see an actual view of it. But it was pretty good. And I'm glad I watched the bootleg before going to because I was worried. And here's really the reason why I watched I was worried I was going to get spoiled on it somebody was going to spoil what happened for me before I got actually got the chance to see it. And I'm glad that didn't happen because the cliffhangers are really good. And what happens was really good. It, it was... I thought the movie, like, all along through it, I'm like, all right, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. But then when it paid off, it was like, oh, well, that was nice. Yeah, nice. Well done. I like it. So, uh, my, my takeaway is this. As a huge fan of the franchise that the prequels, the ones that Lucas did in the early 2000s or whatever, late 99 or whatever the hell it was, those feel like what I was worried Disney was going to do to the Star Wars franchise. We've now got two movies from the Disney studios, and so far, the franchise feels like it's in good hands. Now, they're doing a movie every year. Sooner or later, you're going to slip up. You're going to jump the shark, and they're going to go bad, and they're going to go bad fast in a hurry. Okay? But so far, so good. Here's the other takeaway. I think the movie was 133 minutes long. I think that's what the runtime was. 133 minutes. So why does Marvel and DC feel like they got to give you three-hour superhero movies? Like, Star Wars gets it. In and out. Tell me the story. Quick. Bam. Let's move. Let's go. Hour and
0: 33 is still two hours and 15 minutes. That's a long time to me. I mean those 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 Avenger movies are like two and a half. You know what I mean? Like so two fifteen to two and a half. Jeez, that still feels long to me.
1: It was it felt a little longer. Like I didn't think it was as good as the remake of A New Hope that they put out last. Year. I didn't think it was as good as that. But again, I watched a bootleg, so I'm probably gonna have a completely different takeaway when I go and see a theatrical release of it. Yeah, hey,
0: I'm surprised you. I'm surprised you bootlegged that one. I, really I didn't want
1: to get it spoiled. I and I and I was worried. Uh, Why didn't you just go to the theater? Well, I had things going on. I had things going on. I could. Are you, I bet you're wondering this. Why did you even go to the theater while yeah. I was watching it yesterday? Because yeah. because it wasn't running when I had the free time. You know what I'm I mean. Not- I was in between times when I could start it. You will not. This is like the macaroni. You won't rest until I pay Disney their money, right? Well, I mean, I mean, they spent four billion, and how dare I take their money? I listen. I don't
0: care. You go ahead and you you do whatever you want. But the next time you're yelling about like, dude, I can't believe you illegally downloaded something. I'm just gonna be like, well, do you legally watch Star Wars? I mean, just takes away. Just takes away the credibility of that argument.
1: I started the whole thing out by saying it was hypocritical. <laughs> And, and it is, it's a weird thing, like we all steal porn, you know what I mean? So like that's I mean, I mean, until we all start paying for porn, I mean, nobody's going to be able to hold my feet to the flame over my Star Wars watching. I don't feel like it. And more than, more than like, well, did you
0: pay them or not? I mean, I don't care if you paid your or It's not my problem. Um, but I just figured you'd want to see the highest, the first time out, like the first viewing, the first impression. you get. I just figured you'd want the highest quality
1: product available. Uh, here's the thing. I'm 40. You know what I mean? I know I'm in on the franchise. There's nothing about, you know what I mean? Like, I, I saw the prequels, hated them, still all in on the franchise. There's nothing you can or cannot do that's going to take away my love for it. You might make a movie I don't like. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be one of these guys that, you know, gets all up in arms or trashes it or it's not going to ruin Empire Strikes Back for me or anything like that. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'll go see it. I want to see it. All right, fine. I'll go today. I was going to go to the driving range, but no. Now I got to go, like, do homework and sit in the theater and watch Star Wars so nobody <laughs> piss at me. All the homework.
0: Man, I got to go watch Star Wars. Tough gig.
1: Really. Hard life I got. Let me bitch about this for a minute. <laughs> you know, what we normally bitch about is Florida. Yeah. But they're getting it right. Really? Yeah, Florida got it right. Nah. I'm telling you. Nah. Florida nails it. Next on the Stansberry Show. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 1069 online at WRQK.com. If you missed anything last week, you can podcast it there. You know what we found out on the... Uh, on the program last week is that apparently Home Alone was one of uh, Fantone's favorite movies not even Christmas movies one of your favorite movies ever like you were watching it in the summer even so much so that you wore out VHS tapes two of them Two of, of them, Home man. Alone
0: yeah that was a uh, it was a it was a favorite of mine I'm telling you every single line of that I had memorized from the look what you did you little jerk to the Mov what are you doing Mav? Mov what are you doing Mav?" had it
1: all memorized I uh Well, I don't know if that was accurate or not because I, 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 I'm sure to like I'm not going to knock the movie, but like I can't even remember the whole movie. I know I've seen it, but I can't remember the whole thing. Like it wasn't like it's not one of those things that I have a strong connection to. I'm probably a little old for it. Yeah,
0: you were probably too old for it. I mean, it was the prime time for me. Like that's exactly I was the same age as the kid. Eh, I'm going to say in '92, '93, somewhere in there. So I was like eight, nine
1: years old. Eight, nine years old. Yeah, that, I mean, I could understand that being it. 1990. Jeez, oh, yeah, I'm six. Yeah, I was like in ninth grade, so I was probably like screw Home Alone, kids movie. I, I was probably you know what I mean. I was like a snot-nosed teenager, punk, little you know too cool for for the room. I can't like I can't like Christmas stuff not for
0: kids, man. I'm not a baby, right? Stupid babies. I was totally
1: that guy, probably. Well, the reason why I bring it up is. uh I posted something at the website for you. Being the fan of Home Alone that you are, somebody has went through all the trouble, apparently, to make all of... The booby traps from Home Alone. Ah. Now, was there, so is this what's, uh, again, I don't remember. I, I remember it was the little kid and the the hands on the cheeks and that thing. Like, that's what I, like, that's my knowledge of the movie.
0: Macaulay Culkin, who somehow or another was able to. Became a drug addict. Right? Well, I mean, it never really did anything else. He was at My Girl or whatever, like, shortly after Home Alone, but never, like, went on to do anything else. But we all know exactly who that kid is. Like, if you bring up, what's the kid from Jerry Maguire's name? And we're like, hey, I don't know who is it, but Macaulay Culkin, from for some reason was able to translate that into like
1: notoriety. Ah, Yeah, you're right. Cause I, the only other thing I remember is the good son. Oh, the yeah, only, yeah, that's the yeah, only yeah, other movie, but that's it.
0: Right, and I mean, so, you know, both that and My Girl, neither of those were, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, neither of those were, like, huge enough to, like, really put him in the stratosphere of, like, 25 years later, we, we remember No, name.
1: The biggest thing I remember is that he was banging Mila Kunis, and for some reason, she loved him, even though he couldn't stop smoking rocks. I
0: think he's banging um, Michael Jackson's daughter now, that Paris sure. or Blanket or whatever that daughter's name is. But, so, anyway... Wow. Uh,
1: OK, all right. That's well, all right. I mean, you know, that's all right.
0: I just was trying to put the years together. It um. It essentially is. Kevin gets left home alone. His parents go to oh, no. France. His parents leave him and his and all his brothers and sisters and uncles. They all, you know, accidentally get on the plane without him. And so he's left home alone. There's two robbers that try to steal the house. And so he, you know, oh. he, he sets up booby traps and stuff like that.
1: To stop them from stealing everything in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From doing, you know, from doing those things. So um, this movie is also uh, has produced one of the holidays' uh, most popular memes. It seems because they're showing like the front of the house, and it's like, oh, now that I'm grown up, I just want to know how Kevin's dad afforded. uh, Apparently, there was like a trip, and like all this stuff. They all went to Paris. They were in first
0: class. Like it was a very, uh, you know, it was was, the '90s. It was a different time. When did they realize in charge of the economy, things were going good? We all had a second fridge full of pop out in in the garage. It was great.
1: when did they realize they didn't have little Kevin?
0: They were on the plane. Kevin's mom's sitting there and she's thinking. Already she's in the like, air. Yeah, already in the air. Now, what happened is, is, is they, they, they had like 10 kids. So not only does he have this huge house and he's taking everyone to Paris. Jeez, but how like, did he pay for He had that? like 10 kids, too. Because that uh, house
1: looks nice in that meme.
0: Yeah, there was one of the neighbor kids accidentally got counted and they all put him on the second van and they're like, alright, we'll see you at the airport. And they get broken up and, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. There's, I think, Run Rudolph Run's playing in the background. There's There's a lot of shenanigans
1: going on it seems like those in the santa claus like people have like an affinity for those movies too and i just don't but you, you can watch this somebody's done like the entire uh booby traps from the home alone you can watch that WRQK.com. if you have a love of that movie i'm, I'm sure you'd want to see somebody have to go try to go through that i don't remember any of it it was what's his name right it was um joe pesci's in that and yeah. then it was the other tall idiot that was in like that daniel movie. stern Yeah, where they try to steal like the dude from the Boston Celtics or whatever. That guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, the nineties. It's a good time,
0: dude. I don't know why everyone hates on the 90s so much. We should try to be back there.
1: Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. You know, I got love with, you know, I definitely got, I mean, dude, I graduated high school in the night. I got love for that decade. And, you know, of course, it's a bunch of the stuff. But, yeah, Home Alone, that's not one of the things that, you know, uh, for me. Like, that's, I don't have like a strong connection of it. I don't have to see it. Like, a Christmas story around the holiday. Yeah, I want to watch that. Christmas vacation around the holiday. Yeah, I'm going to want to watch that. Bad Santa around the holiday. Yeah, I'm going to want to watch that. But, like, Home Alone's not, like, on my list. Die Hard, I'll, I'll watch this season two for sure.
0: Which one's the top which die one's hard? Like the, do you, okay, die it's hard. always going to be die and hard. And you're going to say that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I, absolutely it is. People get into that debate of like, well, it is, but it's not. No, because without Christmas, that movie doesn't happen, right? Right? Yeah, because he doesn't go to LA. Right. So without, without Christmas, that movie doesn't happen, and that makes it a Christmas movie. You hear right? that, Bruce
1: Willis? I'm going to legitimize your career here. Yeah, <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's absolutely right. All right, so Florida did something right, okay? And I can't believe this. And this is all around the holiday. And you're gonna get something that you're not gonna want for Christmas Day. Everybody does. You know, you have an aunt or something. Somebody sends you something you don't want. Well, in Miami, there's a Burger King that's going to let you on the 26th of December. Bring whatever somebody gave you that you didn't want. Give it to them, and they'll give you a free Whopper, and then they're gonna re-gift it for charity. How awesome is that? Nice. How awesome is that? You get some calories. Or some kid gets something to play with that you didn't that you didn't want because you're spoiled and you're a fat American that has everything already. So, you turn in what you didn't want, you get food, and some kid gets something to play with. That's awesome. It's a cool move.
0: Uh, how crappy of a present can it be? Like, I guess, I mean, there's no you know something don't find fault fault with the nice thing one man's trash is another man's treasure but like I don't know I just feel like that'd be a pretty easy scam to pull where it'd be like hey yeah my aunt gave me this you know this box of of generic macaroni and cheese and I want a whopper for it you know what I'm saying like at some point the people are going to start just I don't know scamming
1: I'm sure there will be I'm sure there will be a system nobody will get over on corporate America or the burger should we send you down there do you want to be the whopper
0: police I just want to make sure that, 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 that this is going to be used properly. Because is it
1: because people- it's Miami? Do you not believe that Florida is going to no. be able to handle this properly? People are always looking for a
0: leg up. People are always looking for a way to cheat the system. People are always looking for a scam. and it I'm just always looking to for whoppers. Well, That's what I'm go. always
1: looking for. That's what I'm over. looking for. Stansbury going out of Miami for Christmas. <laughs> we have a $50 gift card good for the Hard Rock Roxino up in Northfield Park. You'll get hooked up with it next on the
2: Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show. Got a $50 gift card good for the Hard Rock Roxino. Pass that out in just a few minutes. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need for those. I've never heard of Olga Loera. I don't know who she is, but Phantom found pictures of this chick, and she is hot. Jesus. WRQK.com. Man, she good looking.
0: Yeah, and she's like not a, dressed a lot. A Mexican chick named Olga? I was very confused by that. I felt that was a... Uh, it's got to be a rarity, right? I don't care what her name is. I, I hear the name Olga, and I automatically think, like, all right, this chick looks like beef stroganoff.
1: No, dude. Not even smells like, looks like looks a plate like, of it. Yeah,
0: just looks like some beef stroganoff. And no, man, this chick is super hot. Yeah, she's gotta hot be the hot. hottest chick named Olga in the history of Olgas.
1: Ah! Hey, you her know, some Norwegian. Yeah, yeah right. I was gonna say, let's bag it up there. Yeah, she's sexy, though. So if you're into uh, like work softcore porn, that's up, that's up for you. WRGK.com. Just heard a little Tom Petty there. You know yeah. he is. Uh, you know he's. At, you know he's on tour. Tickets got released. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, kind of want to go to that. So if I'm on your gift list, that'd be a good thing to be a good thing. To get me there. Big Tom well, Petty fan there.
0: What's the Cleveland date?
1: Ah, you know I don't even know. Yeah, I'm a big Tom Petty fan. I don't know what he's playing. Huge
0: fan, you should buy me tickets. <laughs> is there a show? It's. I mean, is he coming to Cleveland? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, there's a date. He's on tour. Okay. There's a date. Tickets went on sale the other day. Blossom show. Uh, Q show. I believe Q.
0: Okay.
1: I wish it was Blossom. I really do. Good, like, uh, you know, summer night out, draft beer, closer to my house, good Uber trip away, be easier for me, you know, a little selfishly there, but uh, yeah, Tom Petty. Big fan. And uh, dude's old, not going to be doing it forever. Nah. So, uh, you know, I mean, I've seen him a handful of times, but, you know, anytime you feel like a great is wrapping it up, probably should get on that. Uh, I'm hearing that if you're on 77, uh, I guess they're closed at Ghent Road. In Fairlawn. It's a severe accident is, I, is, uh, is, is what I'm hearing uh, from Twitter. Severe accident over there. So uh, if you can avoid that, I would. I've also heard that Canton uh, North Canton Middle School closed. Um and uh there's not been a lot of those this morning but North Canton Middle seems to be one of them that I've heard and uh, you can get more info wrqk.com on that.
0: Obviously traffic accidents happen every day yeah, regardless yeah. regardless of weather conditions but I was really like dude I'm glad that ice was all this weekend as opposed to during the week right. because that really would have you know made for a
1: terrible commute but obviously. Yeah it wasn't bad this morning. I mean I don't know what it's like out there now you add more people and it always makes things worse but my right ride in this morning wasn't bad at all.
0: No not at all but I mean that this weekend I mean dude I, there was at least half an inch of ice on my car at one point. And I was just like, dude, thank God, but well, I guess you know that didn't that
1: didn't help out in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry for everything that accident. So, you know, Christmas is this week, is obviously it? on Sunday. You know, is and it? so and um, you know, I, I love this week because everything becomes about you know beware and you know Christmas and this trend and who's open when and like all these like crazy like you know nutty stories about our spending habits and like gift buying and like all this stuff. And it's you know it's always that kind of stuff all week. And my sister-in-law and I have battled about this particular subject for years. And I think certain things go through evolution, like online dating. There was a time when online dating, where if you were going to do that, people looked at you like you were a freakazoid. Now we all download multiple apps If you're single, so you can like online date like on the go, even while you're, you know, taking a dump or whatever, because that's how you're gonna find your soulmate is why you're dumping out for sure. That's everybody knows that. How'd you meet mom? Well, I swiped right while I was taking a dump and I knew true love, right? We all do that.
0: It's almost as a single person, if you're not on some sort of online dating, you're looked at as a weirdo. So yeah, that has totally changed. That's a 180 right Right,
1: there. Right, total. And I think another thing is, is gift cards with the shopping and for gift giving. It was once upon a time considered to be kind of cold and a little like I'm giving you a homework assignment where I think the evolution of said product has gotten to the point of, no, it really is giving people what they want for Christmas, which is whatever it is they want for Christmas.
0: If anything, it was just a step and a, a small step above uh, giving cash. And I mean, I can remember the Seinfeld episode where Jerry gives Elaine cash, and it was a very big, like, no, you don't do that. You, you, don't, <laughs> right. give, you don't give somebody $87. Like, no, of course you don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, I dude, I love getting gift cards. I figured as much. And you know, what? a part of that maybe is, though, a part of that probably is is like I like getting stuff practical like like gift cards for gas and and Walmart and stuff like that it's probably just because the economy sucks and nobody has any money it's like yes I'll take take gasoline as a present
1: well that's the gift that keeps on giving yeah it is gets you Uh, to work right yeah it gets you back and forth to your paycheck for sure I wouldn't hate a gas card I wouldn't hate any of that but my sister-in-law has always really, you know, come after not come after me, but she's always like kind of like you know, poked me about the fact that I was a gift card giver because she always said to me, She's like, You're a really good gift giver when you put your mind to it, right? She's like, When you buy me presents, I always love what you buy me because you actually are very thoughtful and you think about it. She's like, But when you give me a gift card, and so I feel like now this is we're going back a few years, like now in 2016, like if people give me anything but a gift card, I almost look at you like uh, you're a freak.
0: Uh, what a, you thought about this and what you go and you bought something for me, idiot. Um, I have got. To the point with gift cards, especially with my brother, where at this point I think for like five years consecutively we were just giving each other like gift cards for twenty five bucks. You a just restaurant. save it, and we're like, dude, just stop.
1: Make Let's it just about stop. his kids, right? right?
0: Let's just stop doing that with each other. Let's just stop, like you know. So, so we kind of put 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 it. Yeah, my brother way. and I have kind of
1: done the same thing now that he's got a daughter. You know what I mean? He's got you know, she's coming up on being a teenager. You know what I mean? So it's like now all about the kid. It's like you know, just which by the way, I got to get on that. Which, if somebody can tell me what a 12-year-old girl would want, that would be awesome. I have no idea. Yeah, don't Google that.
0: What does a 12-year-old girl want? Don't Google that.
1: Man, you're not one for solid advice all the time, but <laughs> <laughs> man, when you nail it, man, you knock that one out of the park.
0: Don't, don't Google That's that. That's great advice. You'll be on a list. in the bad list.
1: But a there's now a study list. that comes out that says what I'm saying is true. Absolutely. People are like, you know what, dude? Just streamline it. Just make it easy. That's what Christmas is. Just give me what I really want, which is I'll go shopping. But they say if you're going to give a gift, what you should do is not worry about you. We talked about this a little bit last week about not worrying about like that moment when you're giving somebody the gift. And we all love that. Like when they open it and like, oh, my God, I nailed this. I nailed gift giving. But they say that, you know, the gift card is what primarily people want. But if you're going to give something else, then an experimental gift like an experience based gift is what I mean to say. Okay. Like basketball tickets or, you know, you know, like, you know, for, for like a dinner night out. Maybe, you know, theater tickets or something like that. Now, you're not going to be with them when they use it, but that the gift receiver, view, they view value in that. They see value in that. Um just that the,
0: I I I like the idea of buying something for somebody that they normally wouldn't buy for themselves. I and under- that's
1: how my, that's my rule of thumb too.
0: I understand why that's an, an attractive thing and especially with an experience where you might not necessarily, you know, like, well, I'm not spending money on Cavs tickets, dude. They're too expensive. I you know, but to you to somebody to buy them, you're going to appreciate that. For sure.
1: I also think and this is selfish. This is totally selfish. here. But it's a good look also because you're going to be talked about. Like somebody said, because when, let's say, we'll make it Cavs tickets. So you buy Cavs tickets for somebody. They're going to, you know, they're now going to be telling people, oh, sorry, I can't go Wednesday night. I'm going to the Cavs game. Really? You go to the Cavs game, huh? Where'd you get tickets? Oh, well, you know, Stansberry gave me, you know, a Cavs ticket. You know, we're friends and whatever. I gave him Cavs tickets. He's the, now there, uh, everybody, oh, huh, that was really nice. And now there's a bunch of people out there saying nice things about you because you bought your buddy Cavs tickets. So that moment that you're not going to get, you know, by giving them the... Although, you know, you're still going to see it. But a gift card will totally work. Because, honestly, if if somebody got me tickets to an experience like that, I'm like, well, am I going to be free that day? Do I know? How do I know? I guess with a gift card, though, like,
0: I feel like tickets to something different than a gift card. I feel like a gift card... A little bit. It's like, well, dude, I'm just gonna go to Applebee's, and I was gonna go on Tuesday night anyway. It's not like that's anything special. Not to say that a two for twenty five isn't special, I guess, but like, it, it, it's not a real treat anymore to dine out, as I feel like it once was. So I feel like there might be a little bit of, I don't know, it's less special than like a true experience. I don't know if gift card necessarily plays in the same as like concerts to a ticket or tickets to a concert. Okay. Yeah. You know what I
1: mean? I like, mean, dinner's
0: dinner, right? Right, right. If I give you like, hey, dude, here's a here's a gift card to to Friendly. I mean, unless
1: it's like a really nice restaurant, right?
0: Somewhere you wouldn't go normally. But if right. you go somewhere, like I said, like Applebee's, like there's just nothing that special. Where it's, it, it, dude, I'd much rather have Tom Petty tickets than an Applebee's gift card. Not, not, not to knock the two for twenty five.
1: No, so no, no. But there's a difference between going someplace to grab something to eat and like a night out for dinner. There, there is a difference in those things. Applebee's knows that. Chain restaurants realize who they are in the world and where they fit in and all that. They understand they're not Morton's or Bender's. So we're going to talk to Scott from winningfornextyear.com at 8 o'clock about this Browns game that took place yesterday. And here's the deal. There's not a lot to take away that was like, oh my God, thank God this happened, or like, you know, here's looking up. But I will say the one thing. I will say this. And I said this, you know, after the draft. And why I was okay not taking one of those top you know, two quarterbacks you know, from this last draft. If you look, it looks like Jared Goff isn't ready yet. Now, he might not have the coaching, he might not have, but he's definitely not ready to play right now. Carson Wentz has since regre- you know, regressed since the beginning of the season or whatever. That might be coaching with Doug Peterson, too. I don't know. We'll hold off judgment for right now. But what I will say is that the Houston Texans signed a quarterback in the offseason at $72 million, and they had to bench him. They had to bench him. A $72 million quarterback has to sit. And as bad as things sit here for us, as bad as things are in this franchise, and as hopeless as we are at quarterback, we didn't sink $72 million into a kid and can't play him. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take it as a win. I am. I'm gonna have to. Cause what other wins am I going to get?
0: Oh, I, I guess if you're if you're comparing, if if, if I go- gotta
1: walk away with something this year, I have to. You
0: know, I, I feel like with the first two quarterbacks you mentioned, it's well worth noting that both those guys are rookies. Rookies, and, and, right? And, and 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 we very. You know, in this in this day and age of twenty four seven sports coverage, in this day and age of Twitter, fill the moments like, right. Well, if you don't, if if you're not the best quarterback in the world after your first, you know, twelve starts, it's like, well, guys, we don't it, know yet. You know, it, you know, twenty years ago, every quarterback got his rookie year to f things up. Right, he totally had that that buffer zone. It's a completely different game we now. We do not give anybody that anymore. Um, as far as the Brock Osweiler thing goes. I, I mean, yes, am I glad that the Browns didn't sink $80 million into a quarterback that they ended up having to bench? Of course. But there is a little bit of me that's like, well, dude, you, you, it, it's it's very easy to to sit there safely and be like, well, I'm glad, we never left the, I'm glad we never left the harbor because our boat's still in good shape. And it's like, well, no, dude, you go out there, you swing, and if you miss, that's better than, than getting struck out with oh, a bat on your shoulder. Oh, I don't think in that not Not a
1: quarterback. I, I think... That's a no. Because dude, a guy like Osweiler can set your franchise back four or five years if you screw it up. Because if you don't get the next guy now, because they have a good roster. And like I know, aren't they still like leading the division? But he's ter- I mean, dude, he's terrible. He's terrible. And here's the thing is people are knocking and I'm I'm like, I may be out of the Sashi Brown business. I think he was gonna be a good coach for a long time. And, I, and I, I think he has the makings to be a head coach, too. I know some guys can only be coordinators, position coaches, this and that. I think you could probably be a head coach. And I'm still kind of in on you. I may be coming out of the Sashi Brown business, this and that. But people knock the Browns organization. Dude, the Texans didn't even interview Osweiler in person. They hired him over the goddamn phone. They hired him over the phone, gave him $72 million over the phone. They didn't even, like, meet with him. Now, with that
0: contract, obviously it's broken up over four years. Not all of it's guaranteed well, Right. Might, I mean, dude, that's how
1: professional contracts work.
0: But with that being said, I mean, it's only costing them like, like $14 million a year right now for Brock Osweiler. And yes, you have to bench him. But when you're paying Joe Hayden $12 million a year and he's gotten you zero victories, which one's a bigger waste of money?
1: Brock Osweiler is Brock Osweiler's a bigger waste of money. I,
0: I mean, at that point, it, sure, but... He's that's a bigger not, waste of money. Not that much of a bigger waste. I mean,
1: I mean, who? That was a that's a huge dude. Brock Os- Osweiler is a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake. too tall. He's a huge mistake. Like, dude, if I was Houston Texas fan, then what? My point is, is that as mad as we are, there are things like they have a roster that could go to the playoffs and make a run, but they're inept and they didn't interview their quarterback in person. Like, things could be, I mean, it's bad here. Don't get me wrong. It's 0-14. It's bad. We're going to talk to Scott about that. But I think there are other things going on in the NFL where I may be even more mad. As I'll tell you what. If I was an in Indian, I mean, in, Indy won big yesterday, too. But if I was a Colts fan, I'd be, I'd be more mad than I am as a Browns fan. Because you got an all-timer in Andrew Luck, and you're wasting him. I know they won big yesterday, but, like, overall, they've been wasting him. I just, you know, there are other stories in the NFL where it's like, yeah, dude, things are bad here, and I know our record's worse than all these other stories, but I, there are other major causes for concern. It's not just us. That was my takeaway from watching the NFL a little bit yesterday. I didn't watch a lot of it, but you know, when I watched, I was like, you know what, there's other, there's stuff out there. But I may be out on the Sashi Brown business. It's going to be interesting. I want to talk to Scott, waiting for next year.com and see, everybody's asking about Hugh Seed. How hot is that? How hot is that? How hot is that? At some point, we got to talk about the personnel guy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, the game's personnel. At that, at some point,
0: you have to talk about every job in the organization, You're right? I'm not, not mean, arguing that. From from Joe, like I said, from Joe Hayden down. I mean, from 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 the top to the bottom, they do they all suck.
1: Fantone does not like Hayden. You were uh, you. I will say this: you were early and right about Hayden fading faster than people wanted to admit. Because you've been on that now, I think, more than two years. Like, I, th- I think you started that the first season we were a program. So you were right on that before most people were willing to admit Hayden wasn't what he was hailed to be or was no longer what he was once was, depending on how you want to look at it. Be interesting to see what Scott says. We'll talk to him at 8. Got a $50 gift card. Good for the Hard Rock Rock Ceno. Caller 15, one 243 765 Get choked up with that and continue with the program next. Hang
2: on. Dansbury Show on Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We made you aware that North Canton Middle had uh, canceled classes today. Now, I didn't, I don't have a, a ton of info on this, but a co-worker has just shared with me that the reason being is that apparently there's signs of a double homicide near the area where they found a, a body in a house, and I believe one even outside. Jeez. Again, I don't have a lot of info. They told me... Um, my coworker just told me in the hallway. He's like, check fox8.com. That's where I where I saw it, and I'm there right now, and I don't see it right here. But that's what I have heard. Again, I don't have a whole lot of info, so I don't want to be quoting anything. But what I've heard is that there was a double homicide. It's disturbing. Yeah, it sounds scary.
0: Hopefully, nothing related with the school. I would I hope. Mean- not. Let
1: me- let me do a search here Let's see if anything pops up at their website. Yeah, let me see. I apologize. North Canton, Ohio. This was posted uh, this morning, 726 a.m. Two are our dead suspected a murder-suicide in North Canton. Classes at North Canton Middle School have been canceled uh, due to uh, the building's proximity to the crime scene there. Uh, According to police, early this morning, officials were called to a residence in the 500 block of Harmon Street Southwest to reports of an unresponsive 49-year-old male. The male was uh, found to have suffered uh, several gunshot wounds. Police searched the home and the surrounding area for another person possibly involved with the incident. And around 3 a.m. this morning, police found an 18-year-old male dead outside of a city park restroom in the 300 block of Hillcrest Avenue Southwest. Police say the person appeared to have suffered from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. So it sounds like if I'm reading this right, 18-year-old shoots the 49-year-old and then took his own life there. At least that's the way they're, they're leading us uh, with this information. And again, I'm reading directly from Fox8.com right now. Uh, so that's why classes at North Canton Middle have been closed or uh, have been canceled for today.
0: Obviously, more and more details will come out about this, and Neil, and, and you know, I guess we'll have a clearer picture as the morning goes on. Sure. But, yeah, dude, I, I just, that's, it just sounds like a, a terrible family uh, fight or
1: something going on there. Mm-hmm. That very yeah, much sounds to me like...
0: like dad and son and, and, and terrible decisions made from there. And uh, obviously, just an awful, 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 terrible thing happened.
1: Yeah, so as uh, more and more details come out, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to keep you up to date as we possibly can possibly can, but North uh, North Canton Middle School closed for the day because of uh, a double homicide issue and them being close to the crime scene. There.
0: I don't know if it's fair to say or if it's appropriate to say, well, at least it wasn't related to the school, but like at least it wasn't related to the school in my mind. I Yeah,
1: I uh, I, I, I I see where you're... You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I see where you're going
0: with that. Uh, it, 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 you know, obviously this is terrible, but it would have been worse if there was like a dead body on campus.
1: So, I didn't mean to do this, but this is kind of helps relate to what we're going to discuss right now, which is serious subjects and serious moments in our nation's history when, uh, you know, and in our daily lives when this happens because they, they interviewed a bunch of people and they wanted to find out what people considered to be the biggest historical events of their lifetime. And it should not be shocked. And I don't think anybody. So there's no reason to bury the lead here. And There's no, you know, to count backwards and be like, I wonder what number one is. Everybody knows or what everybody should know that most people living today consider September 11th to be the biggest historical event that has happened in their lifetime. And I would have to agree. Um, that September 11th is probably the biggest event that's happened in my lifetime.
0: I don't even know what could compare in, 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 in my in my mind. In my seventy six percent of the people
1: said that was number one.
0: Yeah, there's there, there's nothing that even gets on to that level. It's just such a historic moment and obviously a turning point in this nation's history that you can't neglect or you can't overstate the importance of of that
1: of that date. I've uh, I've told this story before, but I came to uh, September 11th by I was saying it my parents house for something i can't remember why but i was staying with my parents and um i i remember i I came downstairs and my dad was watching tv and i was like oh my god what are you watching and he was like dude i'm not i'm not watching He's like this is happening and i was like whoa whoa And so for me, yes. For while I'm have while I have been alive, that is, I think, the most significant historic event that has happened. And like you said, I can't imagine what would even be my second thing. Like I can't even think. It almost seems disrespectful for me to try to put something second up to it. To be honest with you, right? I I know it's not, but it feels that way. Like I don't even know how to like measure that.
0: I I always think it's worth noting about nine eleven, and it's just you know obviously it's kind of basic math, but at the same time, dude, there are like if you're a freshman or sophomore in high school. You weren't alive for nine right. eleven, so like your it's just such a bizarre like thing to think that that what feels like, you know, very much real to me is going to be ancient history to to this next generation of kids. Like That's crazy, you're gonna have to teach them the importance of nine eleven. You're gonna have to teach them like why you know you know not just like hey this happened, but why it was such a, a significant event.
1: So some of the other things on the list here that that that, that Americans consider to be the biggest historical events while they've been alive, coming in at number 11 overall. And like they said, because September 11th is, is uh, you know such a big one, they added an 11th one at the bottom of the list there. Okay. And that's the Gulf War. 10% of people said the Gulf War was one of the biggest things that's happened in their lifetime.
0: Um, I, I definitely think that was, you know, obviously the, uh, the, the history of violence in the Middle East isn't anything new, but it was certainly like it brought it home to America,
1: so I can understand why that was a big thing. Yeah, it seemed... Yeah, man, you don't want to say the wrong thing here, but it seemed pretty quick for it. To, for? Yeah, it's a, it's, you know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah. And, and I know no war's short, you know what I mean? For the people fighting it, but it seemed, it seemed pretty fast. For, uh, and, and, I guess we don't really look at that war the same way we do some of the other ones. No, yet. no. And so it doesn't seem like that.
0: A r- part of the reason why is I think it's, it, in my mind at least, it is very much the, yeah, America went in there and kicked ass. Run war, on dude. the beach, right? Is like, like the way we went it's always in there. been like, to dude, me. We, there was no problems, you know, and obviously, like you said, people who fought that war, it's this was a enough. completely yeah. different story that we're talking about. But very much in my mind, that is one of those, like, yeah, dude, we went over there and we kicked everyone's ass and we came back home and there was a party.
1: The Orlando shooting actually came in 10th. And again, number one was September 11th We're not trying to like you know you know tease you or anything but uh, the Orlando shooting again had 10 percent of the respondents said you know that that was uh, you know the most significant historic event of their their lifetime you
0: know if I if I was making a top 10 list I don't know if that's going to necessarily make it for me, but you have to remember um, recent memory is going to skew this a little bit where like you can, oh God yeah you,
1: you can look at the ev- to the
0: moment right ev- events of the last year and be like oh that that was hugely important and something 25 years or you know ten years ago you might not
1: now number nine I felt was interesting because I felt like this should maybe be a little bit higher. Gay marriage. Like the fact that we, you know, that that became a legal thing to do. Like that, if you really think about what the word "historic" means, that is historic.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know, you can certainly
1: look back. Anytime at, you're moving a quality uphill and, and 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 you get it, that's good, right? I, I think part of
0: the reason why it probably doesn't, uh, you know, ring ring as, as important to a lot of people is well, if I don't have to deal it with it, it's everybody. not my problem. You know, it's it's that was that wasn't my issue. The
1: fall of the Berlin Wall and the and the Cold War uh, came in with 13 percent of the respondents putting that at number 8. Number 7 was the moon landing with 17% respondents right. saying that it was the biggest event and I wasn't alive for that.
0: No, but still. I mean, you know, that that, that really is. I'm
1: surprised it didn't make top 5. Yeah. <laughs> pretty significant event. Now, number 6 was the Iraq Afghanistan war, 17% uh, had that to say f- fifth was the vietnam war now again we weren't alive for right. that it's you know our, you know our parents generation there as uh well you know i know my dad fought in the vietnam war there and i would have to imagine yeah for people who were alive that's a big historic uh, event number 4 was the jfk assassination and again number 1 was september 11th the tech revolution comes in at number three there which seems a little vague for me overall because it's like okay well when did that really start when did it not what are we involving in it what are we not
0: Um, if you're you're just going to call it the tech revolution though I mean that is the revolution of our lives and I think people always not always but people like overlook it like oh yeah it's not that big of a deal and dude it's a a hugely significant deal the amount of information that's available to us you know how connected we are as a people has totally altered history oh yeah yeah it changes everything
1: Very fair to be on the
0: list. Right. I honestly, I mean to to me that that's kind of the number 2 if not if not
1: 1. Uh, number me. 2 is actually the right number 2, I think. I really do. And again, number 1 was September 11th, but I think the second pick for most historic moment in people's lives, I think is a fair pick. There's going to be plenty of things, and I've already got some some replies on Twitter stuff that didn't make the list, and we're okay. gonna we'll discuss some of those because I, I there is some honorable mentions is what we'll call them. But number two, at least to me, feels like a proper number two, which was Obama being elected president. That is in, now whether you agree with his politics or not, or this and that, but an African American male being elected president was an historic moment for this country it wasn't it was a moment in history for sure that will i mean it's it's changed things forever I'm a little surprised by it,
0: just based on the fact of much like gay marriage, if it's not my problem, it's not that big of a deal to
1: me. You know what I mean I'm surprised that's not number seven or something. I think it just goes to show you how many minorities. Are now a lot. You know what I mean? And and maybe that's what it is, because you're right, maybe for you know the average white dude walking around, maybe it wasn't a historic, Although I feel like a lot of white people view that to be historic too, though. I mean they can at least recognize that it was a historic moment. I mean that does I mean, here's the thing the his that night when he had won and he came out and it was like what, Chicago and like a million people or whatever standing out there, and he spoke to the country that night, it felt like a moment. It did. It felt like, whoa, this is something you're going to have to tell your kids about. Now, some honorable mentions. And one of our very dedicated listeners, Jay, tweeted this, and he's great. He's like, what about the Challenger blowing up in 1986, I believe that was, and three attempted assassination of uh, Reagan there? He's like, well, you know, what about those? He's like, you know, he's, he's like, that would be, you know, two and three for me. And I dude, the Challenger blowing up was an historic moment in my life, and it didn't make the list. I mean, I remember, I mean, dude, I was watching that in school, like in – I mean, dude, you watched people die well, yeah, and explode I mean, on live television. I mean, it was like, whoa. I, I would say relatively low
0: body count for something like that. And at this point, I don't think there's nearly as much emphasis on an importance on the concept of space travel. So 30 years later, that knocked I, it down the list. You're right. 30 about that. years later, I can understand why a lot of people didn't necessarily view it. And as far as Reagan goes, like they weren't successful. And that's probably why it's just not. As... That's why
1: JFK made the list. And that right. Didn't. Right. Now, David tweets in and says, and this is great. I can't believe Americans didn't say this. Where's the OJ ranking? Where was OJ on this list? That was an historic event. I mean, that captivated us all for over a year. Captivated us all for over a year. Certainly a ton of
0: attention paid on it. I don't know if it, did it historically change anything? Did it, did
1: it alter the, the courts of the nation? Oh, I think it, oh yeah, for sure it did. Oh. It, it, oh, it, it changed the way we cover, tr- like, uh, uh, trials. More and more trials are now, more and more stuff is televised and there's more, the, because people saw there's, there's hunger there. There's, uh, people want to feast on the, on, on, uh, On the corpse, on the, you know, let us, we want to tear things apart. I think it completely changed the way we cover court cases in America. I think Nancy Grace has a job because of OJ. I mean, that's, that whole thing is like, yeah, I think it spawned a lot. I think that, that did change a lot. I don't know if I would make it in my top 10 list or whatever, but it was definitely, yeah, Challenger, OJ, September 11th. Yeah, those are all, those are, those are all fair. I'm surprised that they didn't make that list there. We'll be right back with more Sansbury show. Hang on.
0: It is Fantone from the Stansberry Show helping you out with your holiday shopping. Instead of running around in Belton Village like a madman trying to find those last-minute presents for a reasonable price, dude, stop by your local AT&T store today and get hooked up with free presents. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Free presents. We're talking about smartphones, people, and I'm talking about the ZTE Maven 2. That's right. You can get one for free. All you got to do is sign up for eligible services with prepaid from AT&T Go Phone. And listen, here's the deal. Not only are you going to get a free ZTE Maven 2 smartphone, you're not going to have to worry about a credit check you're not gonna have to worry about a long-term contract so stop worrying about your budget and stop worrying about your schedule because AT&T making the holidays even brighter but you can't wait forever on this. This is a limited time offer, and the big day is right around the corner. Stop by your local AT&T store today for all the details. AT&T, mobilizing your world. Offer ends 12-31-16, online at select locations only. Requires new line of service and minimum $30 payment. 4G LTE, not available everywhere. Taxes, fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at at and slash 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com. Get your update on uh, what's happening with the Browns, now 0-14. Get a look ahead at the Cavaliers. Maybe even some tribe info out of Scott there. Talk to him at 8. Before the break, we were talking about how uh, the Pew Research uh, Center did a study on people and uh, had them list their 10 most significant historic events of their lifetimes. Now, they asked people of all ages. And the way it shook out from all of us is that September 11th was the number one. And, you know, there were some other things on the list like the Obama election, the tech revolution, JFK, Vietnam War uh, Iraq, uh, moon landing, fall of Berlin, gay marriage, Orlando shooting in the Gulf War. Now that was from everybody. And that's how it like shook out. Now I have it broken down by generation because some of the other things that we like people kept tweeting in. What about, uh, the Snowden us, you know, uh, the Snowden NSA leak. What about Columbine was another, uh, you know, Amy wrote that on Twitter. I was like, that's a it's gr- a great idea. Another guy said, what about Rodney King and the California rioting? That was a, again, uh, you know, Rodney King was a, a historic moment. Um, I was you know was surprised it wasn't on there. The Challenger got brought up, and and I would agree the Challenger was like one of those things. At least for me in my era when I grew up, that seemed very important. So you break this down by generation. Now I'm in Gen X, that's my generation, and so sure enough, you see the Challenger comes in at number seven from respondents from Gen X. They have they have Challenger there, and they have Columbine as their number ten. Gen X does now baby boomers. Uh, they have MLK that assassination in at number nine. And again, I was a little surprised that that didn't get like brought up a little bit more uh, in uh, in the overall for all of us in the top ten.
0: At that point, I would say more than the assassination of MLK, I would say the civil rights movement as a whole. You know what I mean? Well, it, it they was, have
1: that okay. as number okay. seven. Right. MLK was nine. The civil rights movement, baby boomers anyway, okay. have that as uh has that number seven. Now the millennials, the younger people here, theirs is pretty interesting. Now again some stuff has been happening while they've been alive now uh they list the great recession as uh, as the 12th thing uh millennials i'm not sure uh you know what the uh, how that shook out uh the boston marathon bombing was on their list sandy hook was on their list bin laden on their list again yeah getting bin laden that's an historic event uh hurricane katrina was on their list and uh, gay marriage number four on their list Obama number two and yeah but like I said everybody's got September 11th a lot of people uh, tweeting in or writing in and saying the Oklahoma City bombing and Gen X had that as uh, number 12 overall I guess maybe I'm just looking at things from a different filter of like I'm looking for
0: things that have made historical impacts not just moments in time and I feel like some of these things like don't get me wrong hugely important hugely significant but didn't there there was no real change after
1: I think I see I, yeah I, I I think you're getting hung up on what people, on what we're calling historic. I think what you gotta put this through the filter of is I remember where I was when that happened. Okay. okay. I think I you, that's a little different. If yeah. you put it through that filter, I think all of these things make the list. September 11th, I, I think, is, is is really big. I, I think the Obama election was obviously very big. I remember, You know, like I talked about, when he came out that night, on election night, and he addressed that crowd, it was a moment for sure. Like, it did feel like, oh, We're changing like there's like something is happening in this country and probably the right thing. And like we're getting better. And and look at this happening because there was a time where we did not think we would see an African-American president. There was a long time in this country where nobody there was even while he was running, there were people saying there's no way this is going to happen because of what it was. And it happened. I'm perfectly okay with that being number two, because it felt like an historic moment. I don't have kids, but that felt like one of those moments where I was going to like when I would parent later on in life where I would say, yeah, I was there for that. I remember seeing this. This is why it was important for our country. You're growing up in a country now where it seems odd to even think about the fact we really have to mention. At least I would hope that's what my kids would be dealing with. But, yeah, there was a time where that wasn't a thing. It felt like something that I would have to sit my kids down and talk to them about. I know, you know what I mean. So I'm perfectly okay. There are a lot of people saying no, that shouldn't be number two. I'm perfectly okay with it. I uh, I, I thought the gay, ma- uh, you know, I thought the gay marriage thing was going to be a little higher. I think that you know, uh, just rounded out the top ten there. We will talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com. We will do that at eight o'clock, and you're also getting hooked up with a 5 voltage uh, indoor carding card, good for up to fifty dollars. Next, hang
2: on. Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9, online, wrqk.com. Set to talk to Scott from WinningForNextYear.com here in a second. Before we do, one of our uh, one of our proud sponsors of the program, High Voltage Indoor Carding out in Medina, which can be found at highvoltagecarding.com or by calling 330-333-9000, has hooked us up with a $50 gift card for their, uh, for their establishment in Medina, just off the square there. And... Uh, if you don't know, High Voltage is high-performance indoor electric go-karting. First in uh, Northeast Ohio, there, longest track, fastest one available, hitting speeds like 50 miles per hour up there. Hell, of a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, man, we did. Hell we of had a lot that. Of fun. Yeah, your team won though. You beat us. Uh, yeah. Fantone's uh, team, Fantone, reigned supreme that night. They won. As a matter of fact, yeah. Look, there's the plaque right there, the Stansbury Show Cup right there. The first non-participation plaque
0: I've ever got. I got it at High Voltage Indoor Karting, baby. Damn right.
1: We'll give you a fifty dollars gift card. You can uh, you know take the kids out there have have some fun. All right, Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com. dot is nice enough to join us every Monday at eight AM, buddy. How are you this week uh, so far? Coming off that, I have uh,
2: zero complaints. Another another weekend in the books here. Nothing uh, nothing one way or the other. All
1: right, buddy. Well, you're in the sports media thing, so you should have some complaints at zero and fourteen. I feel like you should have, you should lodge maybe one or two. Uh, oh, I'm,
2: well, I'm numb to it by this point, my man.
1: Yeah, I would imagine you'd have to be. Um, so let 's start with the obvious question. I know Fantono asks you this one every week, but let 's just start with it. Is this seat hot for you ever or no, or yes, no? Is there anything you can do <laughs> like, what 's happening?
2: You mean in terms of like trying to win a game going forward? No, or, I mean like, it,
1: I mean, dude, is 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 he the guy? Like, are, are, are or is like Haslam going? Okay, well, he's he's got to be here next year. You can't fire him after one year. But are they right. already looking at year three? Like, maybe we should try to get somebody else in here. Or do you think they're in on him?
2: I I, I think he has next year. Um, I would be shocked if they got rid of him. It would it would take. In my estimation, some sort of year end blow up, you know, a meeting of the mines or something where, um, you know, he, they say he has to fire so and so and he doesn't want to do it and then he just goes down with the ship in some regard. Um, I see very little reason why Ray Horton or Chris Tabor should be with this team next year. And I, I know agree. they want to keep continuity, but the defense is deplorable. Um, you know, I wrote it. I wrote it last last week. You know, if you if you know you're weak at stopping tight ends from scoring touchdowns, um, you, you know you need to scheme differently to stop these guys. And every and and each week there, it almost gets worse. You know, Charles Clay couldn't have been more open yesterday. I mean, the guy fell and had time to collect himself and catch that touchdown pass. I mean, there's there's things like that that make you kind of scratch your head. But again. I don't think that's on Hugh. I mean, I, I the, he he can't. You know, he's he's not given much in the way of talent to begin with, but he's also not scheming the defense. Um, right. You know, you could argue if you look at the film, you know, some of these receivers are open and, and Griffin's missing them, or some of these holes are there and the and the running backs aren't running through them. There's 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 things that you can they can tear apart on the tape where the offense. Has potential. The, game, the play calling's there. The execution just isn't. So I think if he can sell them on that, he'll he'll definitely get a year. But they need to get talent in here asap because there's a lot of guys on that field wearing orange helmets who wouldn't even be playing, well, you know, on any other team in, this, in the in the NFL if, if they weren't employed by Cleveland.
1: Well, let me ask you then, because I think that's the seat that should really be hot. Is Sashi Brown's seat hot at all? I mean, he's your personnel guy, right? Will-
2: yeah I would actually it's a good point. I would think his he would be hotter um, by default, given the the lack of talent he's provided. Hugh Jackson. Um, I mean we all know the S flows downstream, right so, right. so Hugh would be theoretically the, the guy to go, but if, if Jimmy blows it up, he, he, he really blows it up. Um, you know but, but Sashi can sell them on this is part of the plan. He needed to be really, really bad here. They needed to get rid of overpaid veterans. They needed to give, you know, throw these rookies at the wall and see who sticks. You know, in, in doing so, you get guys like Breanne Body calhoun who up until like four weeks ago no one even knew existed, and then now he's your starting cornerback. You, know, you get guys like Jamar Taylor. You trade a seventh-rounder for him in the, in the offseason, and now next thing you know you're signing him to a three-year contract extension. So even if they could use this period to vet out maybe three or four guys who weren't a part of the plan to begin with, and then add them to guys who are a part of the plan, like, like Emmanuel Agba, Corey Coleman, hopefully throughout prior. Um, you know, then you start to get yourself some some interesting young talent that you can build around. And then as these guys become older, you know, they're not rookies anymore and you're 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 relying less and less upon that. And then you fill in the gaps with ideally fill in the gaps with some some decent free agents and then you're you're a contender. But you know, as we've seen, you know, the flashes are are, are very, very few and far between. And, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised that he wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, commit to Robert Griffin III next week because the guy for two weeks in a row now, despite really trying to hitch his wagon to this, this, this veteran, is, is not working out, and I, I don't know who the answer is going to be. But it's going to be a very, very long couple weeks here.
0: Well, why the hell not? I mean, yeah, throw RG three out there and and, and right. right. I mean we we have to if play. If he's the willing games. to risk his body for two more games, then do it. We have to play them. We can't forfeit them, so therefore, yeah, do throw RG three out there. Um Scott, I, I glad I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, you're you're numb to it at this point. Um and it's interesting to watch the self cannibalization of the Cleveland Browns fan base and 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 kind of see, you know, Tony Rizzo threatening to run people over with cars and and, and, and the Owen sixteen parade and all of that. And as a, a Cleveland sports historian, as somebody who's really, you know, kind of been around the, you know, not only the Browns, but around the Indians, around the Cavaliers, through good and bad, wh- where do you put this embarrassment of what is going to be an 0-16 season on the all-time Cleveland S-list?
2: Well, to your point, man, I think it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad because, you know, when the Cavs were winning you know, games in the teens. You know, with Kyrie and Tristan, you kind of saw that even if they weren't winning very many games, then you still had one of the best point guards in football or in basketball. You still had, you know, the the, the logic was you'd still have a couple high picks here coming up, and you had a way to kind of build right. around that. Um, you
1: could see the future in with, Kyrie.
2: With yeah, and 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 you know, when the games would end, Cavs fans just kind of throw their hands up and be like, okay, you know, we're we're supposed to, we're not supposed to win them, you know, for whatever reason. Every Sunday after the Browns lose, even though you know they're going to lose, I mean they went in double-digit underdogs again. Jeez. You get a ton of fans yelling at each other about this and how the process should play out. And you have a lot of people who believe that you can have a rebuild without it being this bad. And I, 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 I think there's some merit to that. I mean, you know, KC was really bad. And then they get Andy Reid, they, they get Alex Smith, they trade the... Acquired Jeremy Macklin, they you know draft Tyreek Kill, and 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 they already had a decent defense, and now they're Super Bowl contenders. I mean, there's there's ways to bottom out without really hitting rock bottom with the way like the Lions did a couple of years ago or the Browns right. Are doing right now. Yeah, but there's um, but there's only so, so many there's, Andy there's, Reeds. Go ahead. Yeah, but there's only so many Andy Reeds, right? I mean, no, I agree. I no, I completely agree. Um, but the thing is, and it, so that's why you have some people feeling that you know it can be done different ways, which I think it can. The issue is you can't really attract much here. You know, you really need to build from the bottom up because Jeremy Macklin isn't coming here.
1: Right, nobody's and, gonna you know come
2: you're here. not you're not getting these guys to sign contract extensions here. So um, you know, they, they have to go about it this way. And for whatever reason, you know, Sachi Brown, Paul D. Podesta and these guys felt acquiring draft picks and, and getting cheap cost controlled talent by the masses is the way to go because if you if you can get a 70 percent success rate and on, on way more draft picks than anyone else is making, your your young cost control talent is much, much better for the long term. So I mean, it's it's really tough to to grasp because it's not fun to watch and we're still paying every year because that's the way, you know, fans and season ticket holders are, you know, kind of, you know, hamstrung. But, you know, the the plan is not to be really competitive for at least two, two, three more years. And I I don't think they're gonna go 0 sixteen next year. If they do, he was definitely gone but it's still not going to be pretty next year. And, you're, and you could be looking at 2018 before you know the it the, the, the starts to crest here and things start to go the other way.
1: I said when they hired him, it's a five-year plan. I, I and, and I said reading what they were going to do and listening to what they said they wanted to do, that's a five-year plan. And when you're looking at a team that puts six quarterbacks out in one year, I don't know how it's going to be any shorter than that. Um, let's look ahead at the draft then because I agree with you. No free agents want to come here. Like, I, if you're a guy and you even have two teams interested in you, you're sure as hell not going to the middle of nowhere where it's freezing cold and, no, and there's no quarterback. You're sure as hell not going to do that. If you have options, you're not picking Cleveland. So it's all about the draft. Are they going to take Miles Garrett? Is that going to be the pick? Uh,
2: if you ask me, that's the pick I'd pick. Um, the defensive I, I think, yeah. you know, I, I mean, as, as painful as it is to watch Robert Griffin Third or Cody Kessler or Josh McCown, not be able to move the ball consistently with the offense. The defense, you saw it again yesterday, is much, much worse. I agree. <laughs> they, I mean, they're, they are league, like historically league bad. And if you put a guy like Miles Garrett in there, you, ch- you change the, off- the way the offense has to game plan. I mean, you, you, you hear it all the time if you listen to Gruden on Monday nights or, or, or whomever on Thursday nights. When you have a guy like Khalil Mack rushing the edge, you have to run the other way because if you run to his side of the field, you you you're it's you're you're essentially turning it for you're essentially saying here's for, here's second down. Right. You're not even you're not even you're almost punting that play. And if you can get a player of that caliber that completely changes the game and, and and makes and makes the team have to run to the other side of the field or do things differently, you're already winning. And I think if if you can get a guy who can do that, whether it's Jonathan Allen from Alabama, whether it's Miles Garrett from uh, Texas A and M. I think you have to make that pick rather than rolling the dice on one of these quarterbacks who all have substantial question marks. I think if you need a quarterback late, you know, later in the first round, it's looking like that Eagles pick could be number 6 if they keep losing out. I think you do that. But I don't I I would be I would be very very surprised if they went any other direction but defense with that first
1: overall pick. One of the two quarterbacks I think personally, I think this is going to be one of those drafts where one of those two quarterbacks will still be available at 6. I I just I, I'm and- I just can feel it. No, I
2: think so too. It's going to be a very, very defensive-heavy first round. I agree. Um, if you, it's going to be offensive linemen and and, uh, and defensive. Well, linemen thank God. in the first round. Because and if you can, if you can make other teams go that route while you fill in the rest of your holes, I think while taking the best player overall, I think I think you're coming out ahead.
1: I would agree. And um, I, I, I think you do got to fix this defense because no matter who you have a quarterback, if you have to score 40 to win, you're never going to beat anyone. You're never going to beat anyone. It's way too many, but they give up way too many points. You got to fix that defense. I'm all for that. I'm um, I, I, with you. I think Hugh's got a whole other year Fantone hates hearing that.
0: Oh, and 32 is a possibility is
1: what we're talking about right now, people. He Only hates 32. it. Now, I, I want to go back to something you said a little earlier Earlier in the interview, if you're just joining us, this is Scott from WinningForNextYear.com. You said you know one of Sashi's plan was is that we had to get you know we had to get rid of some of these overpaid veterans. And I'm going to ask the question because I can't believe he hasn't asked you this uh, this week. Fantone hasn't. Why wasn't Joe Hayden on the list of overpaid veterans?
2: Nobody will take him. Uh, The I mean you can you you can't trade him because you're not going to get um, his contract. I mean you're not you're he he has too much money guaranteed. Remaining and you're not going to get full value for him if you trade him, and the cap hit is substantial if you get rid of them. You know the way of, the way his contract is structured, it's much much different with the the unguaranteed portions of contracts to guys like Dante Whitner and Paul Kruger. Um, You know, with the, in maybe this off season, you know after another year's, you know kind of taken by the Browns, they might be able to get a fourth rounder for him. But in terms of you, you can't just outright release him. Um, you know he's, he's not. You know he's not like Phil Taylor or some of these guys. I mean he's already on his second contract, and those things are very, very heavy. So, I mean that's like
1: a sideline um, heater for know. him at this point. Fourth round. Yeah, I so,
2: he's, uh, I'd be. I'd be very surprised if he's here next year. I know there's a lot of pandering. How you know, he's the emotional leader on the defensive side of the locker room and all this stuff that they were saying on TV yesterday. Who cares? They gave him um, 36 he, points or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't think. He, I don't. I, I don't necessarily know he wants to be here. Um, and I, I don't necessarily know if the front office wants to have to pay him next season.
1: Well, there you go. There's Scott from WinningForNextYear.com, buddy. Uh, well, we appreciate you joining us. I'm sorry to keep it all brown centric yeah, today,
0: dude. geez Louise, can we talk about a winner for a minute? Can
1: yeah. How get, are the Cavs? All right, get, dude, get, dude, dude, we, dude. All right, dude. You know what? Dude, give me? <laughs> dude, yeah. You know what? Give me 120
2: seconds on the Cavs being good. Uh, big three tearing it up again. I mean, the, that three oh, game. Oh, they week, all they it, all traveled and played, did they? A distant memory. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. You know, LeBron has the second most minutes played in the in the NBA this year but kind of per game basis. So if the guy wants to take a night off. Never played 82 totally okay games ever.
1: Never played um, 82.
2: Yeah, and, uh, and I think it's, I think what I think nine players in the NBA last year played all the. Michael games, did it. So he's not- Michael did it.
0: <laughs> Scott, I do have a yeah, Cavaliers um, question. I do want to know, uh, with, with, with the Birdman going down, and I know that's not a huge significant like minutes lost or anything like that, but that's a big out-of-the-rotation. And when you're talking about having Chandler Fry, Tristan Thompson, Kevin Love, and, and, and essentially LeBron James that can sometimes play the five, what are the Cavs going to do about a big?
2: You know, I don't know, because I know the wing was a priority for, of theirs. Um, from a, from a trade rumor standpoint, you know I don't think they're sold on Mike Dunleavy being a key piece in this rotation. Um, and there, was, there was rumors of them adding guys like Phoenix's PJ Tucker. Um, there's always been consistency about the backup point guard position, so that's where this one really kind of kicks you in the balls because you know you had two other areas of the team you wanted to address, and now you potentially need to add that at the at the big. Um, you know he was Birdman was signed to be you know that eight to ten minute guy in a, in a, in a final game. You know when you needed when you needed to give Tristan a breather because of foul trouble, and you still need to protect the rim, that kind of thing. So it that it really does sting a little bit uh, in that regard. Um, you know, so I don't know what they're going to do. They have some flexibility with the traded player exception, but now you have two fully paid, fully guaranteed guys between he and Mel Williams on this roster who are not offering anything. I mean, they can't. Li- I mean. You know, if Mike Dunleavy can hit a couple shots, that's something. These guys can't even walk on the floor now. And, uh, and that, that's where Griff is going to have his hand side a little bit.
0: And what do we have to look forward to when it comes to these new renovations at the Q?
2: Um, a lot of glass, apparently. Um, I, I hope it looks like the renderings because it looks really cool. Um, but as we saw with progressive fields, you know, the final, the final outcome doesn't always look like right. the renderings do. So we'll, we'll see. But it, 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 it does sound like it's going to be expensive for both the team and the city. And uh, but it'll 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 allow them to allegedly do a lot more with the arena than they couldn't do before.
1: Well, the good news is is that if Cleveland has one thing, it's a ton of extra money laying around. Just I mean, there's just Richie money. Cash. There's just money laying around Cleveland for sure. <laughs> for sure, there is. That's Scott from WaitingForNextYear.com, My man, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great holiday. Uh, please tell me you're at least getting some time off with the wife and the kids and the like.
2: Uh, you know, I'll have a little bit of time off, but it'll be very, very sparse. It's, uh, it's the year end stuff with the bank doesn't, doesn't, uh, oh, that's right. the holidays don't necessarily matter. So, but I will, I'll, I'll do my best to try and you guys do the same.
1: Absolutely. We're off until the third of January, but, uh, of course you'll be joining us next year as you have, uh, since the program has started, we appreciate it. So Are you Scott-
2: saying we're waiting for next year? Oh,
1: worked it in, worked it in. All right. We'll end on your high note there, but we'll end right there. No, no, no more rope for Scott to hang himself there. We do have a $50 gift card for good for out at uh, High Voltage Indoor Carding in Medina. Uh, You can find them at HighVoltageCarding.com or by calling 330-333-9000. However, that $50 gift card, will uh, let's hook you up right now. Caller 20 at 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to High Voltage Indoor Carding. And Fantone, I have a perfect reason why all of us need to stop shoving our fat faces uh, full of food. And I'll give it to you next. Hang
2: on. On Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Ray Show. Rock 106.9. Online WRQK.com. If, uh, if you're a fan of the Home Alone movie, somebody put together an entire, uh, like all the booby traps from the movie to see if you could s- actually survive what happens. I remember the paint can like being hit in the head. Like that's like one of the big ones there. There's
0: no way, dude. That guy, our Kevin Kevin McAllister would have killed those dudes numerous times. Just numerous
1: times. But uh, if you think you could survive the booby traps, you can take a look at that video. Online WRQK.com. You know, we're uh, starting to look at, ahead at tomorrow's program already. Because it's Tuesday, which we do a uh, new tour Tuesday at 9 o'clock brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino there. And uh, we're going to do a little Christmas version, obviously, as uh, you know, Christmas on Sunday there. And uh looks like DJ Earworms, United States of Pop 2016, which is like, what, like a year in review type, like yeah. smash them up type thing? Yeah, that's all the the biggest and
0: best stars of the year. Like the iHeartRadio pool party.
1: Oh. Just smash them all together. It's a once in a lifetime experience hearing this song, maybe then.
0: Mm-hmm. Even though you'll, we'll do it four times a year, every single quarter. You could win your way.
1: And then Garth Brooks has an Ugly Christmas Sweater song. Apparently, the the name of the song is Ugly Christmas Sweater.
0: Dude, Garth, man. Just since he came back, maybe a little bit of a deterioration of Garth, where he's like, dude, I don't care. I just want more money. Once upon a time, Garth's like, dude, I have too much money. Now it's like, dude, I just want more of it. I'll do it for Target. I don't care.
1: The ugly sweater phenomenon, much like the... Weird facial hair thing—it falls a little flat on me. You no, know, the
0: thing with the ugly sweaters is—I think once upon a time when you actually had to go to a thrift shop and like go into the old ladies section and like go get an ugly sweater, that was kind of cool. Yeah, but now
1: everybody sells them. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah, like, dude, you got to buy
0: the Pantera ugly Christmas sweater, and I'm like, no, I really don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't have to
1: do that. I think I'm good there. I think I'm good. I, I, yeah, I, it's, I, I don't get that whole craze. We'll get into that tomorrow when we play uh, uh, some Garth. And then I believe uh, Blackstone Cherry. Nice. Uh, rock band has a, uh, I think they did Blue Christmas. So maybe we'll take a listen to that. Some of the Christmas classics. George that, yeah. Uh, Sit around the Yule
0: Log with your family.
1: That's right, tomorrow, uh, 9 a.m. On New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by the Hard Rock Rocks. So, you know, Sean tweets in and says, man, tell your traffic guy, anybody who's trying to go uh, 76 East from 8 North, you need to find an alternate route. Apparently that accident up there is still pretty bad and, uh, you know, blocking some things uh, pretty bad. Thanks, I'll, uh, I'll
0: let Pat but- Butthole know in the traffic Jeez, center that he's... That's uh,
1: not his name. I don't
0: know, is dude, it?
1: You've been told now multiple <laughs> times that that's not his name. You can't call him Pat Butthole anymore. <laughs> Stop doing that.
0: Oh, well, dude, he's up in the chapter right now.
1: What is a chopper, first of all, and second <laughs> Not it's, to be a dick, it's but... It's a chopper copter. It's a two-in-one special <laughs> and there. And second of all, dude, that guy, that poor guy is going to be doing his Christmas shopping. Someone's going to be like, hey, bud! <laughs> all right, now, See? See? <laughs> That's the last thing we need. He's going to die to his death because you call. You won't stop calling him Pat Butthole. I know Pat. I Dude, Pat and I go back like 15 years. I wonder, dude, I wonder if
0: Pat Butthole does get noticed out in public. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, for sure he does. As a, as a, as a traffic reporter, for I, wonder, sure he does. I wonder how frequently that happens. He's
1: also in a pretty good band. Pat Butler is. Pat Butler. Because that's his name. <laughs> Pat Butler is his name. I don't know, dude. Yeah, that's uh that's not good. All right. So as you get ready to have you know the family over for you know you know the holidays and all that, everybody gets together. Stuffing your fat face full of food is part of what we do. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know why it is, but I'm sure there's some old tradition that goes back in like 300 years of why we do it or whatever. Seafood's a big uh, is a big part of you know Christmas and New Year's and that whole thing.
0: Depending on especially where you're from, if you're you know certain certain cultures, obviously seafood is a, a big part of. If you were a uh, you know.
1: Shrimp was always around my house for Christmas, it seemed like, right? And, uh, you know, so, but, and I've heard this now for the last few years. This is a story that comes out every year this time of year. But apparently, unless we make some changes and we change our diet and we stop eating at the rate that we do, there will be no more edible fish left to eat by the year 2048. Jeez. By 20, do before 2050, out of seafood. Done. <laughs> According to the World Wildlife Fund, the global fishing fleet is two to three times larger than what the oceans can support, which means that we are removing more fish from the ocean than they can replace, than the, the, the ocean replaces. Now, that sounds like Americans. That sounds like, not even Americans, that sounds like humans. That sounds like us. I don't care. Ocean be damned. Put it on my plate and make sure it's all I can eat for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah,
0: put that tartar sauce on it, too, man. I want a slice of American cheese on it. This sounds like
1: us. Yeah. Right. And so like when we talked earlier that, you know, there are things that are evolutionary, most things, and I could see us getting to the point where the like seafood's just like, oh, yeah, we don't do that anymore. We don't have that anymore. Right. Um, I, you know,
0: I'd be shocked to find out if America was the biggest culprit of this. I'm sure it's other countries just because America isn't huge in the seafood. I mean, don't get me wrong, just based on the consumption that we do and the amount of people here, I'm sure we're a part of it, but I'm sure, you know, other, other countries are, you know, much higher on the list of seafood consumption. I, uh, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always going to be like farmed fish. They're going to, you know, that's, that's a, a very well oiled machine that they have going on there. But when it talks, when you're talking about like, you can only imagine the ramifications of of fishing so much that there are no more fish left in the ocean. You know what I'm saying? Like, If you don't think that's going to seriously F up the planet, like, come on, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. This is like global. War- we do this. Like, Yes, there are things that are realities. As of, as of right now, 53% of the world's fisheries are fully exploited, meaning we full-on use and we take everything we can. 32% of them right now are overexploited, depleted, or recovering from a previous depletion. That's not good. That's not good, and yet as I sit here and get up on my hill about it, I'm going to go over somebody's house on on New Year's Eve, and I am going to do damage to a shrimp plate, but we're going to be out of this up by 2048. That's not good, and you're right. This is going to do serious damage. I don't know
0: what the damage is, but it won't look good. Well, I mean, yeah, to think so many, so many, you know, countries and, and and other cultures depend on seafood as like their their main source of protein and their main source of sustenance. Like it, America, it's like ah, dude, whatever. If you take away the fillet of fish, we'll just get the Big Mac. Doesn't matter to us at all. But when you're talking about other countries, dude, there's gonna be a massive uprising of people who don't have food anymore because we 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 decided fillet of fishes are delicious. And God, dude, they are, man. I we're just sitting here talking about fish. I'm like, dude, a fillet of fish, I totally eat that.
1: Yeah, I, that's all I can think about is it. like totally shrimp. Dude, of fish is like one of the best things that McDonald's has for sure. They say here if we want to keep eating seafood, that we have to support uh, sustainable fisheries by buying sustainable seafood. And apparently, if you find packaging with the MSC certified seafood products. Uh, that did not come from illegally fished or overfished sources. So, like, that's how you can help. Uh, you know, starting now. I know a lot of you eh. environmentalists, a lot of you chain yourself to a trees
0: eh.
1: out there. You don't care. Eh.
0: Well, dude, do I care? A little bit, yes. But at the end of the day, is America going to care? Is not America is America checking checking for the the little sign that says it's okay? No, they're getting into mick 2. It's too. Christmas they're
1: Eve. It, dude. It's Christmas Eve. What I have to do is ignore Jesus's birthday. Hook up my PS4 and make sure I eat something that's going to be extinct in like the next year. Like that's, dude, that's really who we are. We'll be right back with more Ray Show. Hang on. 106.9 Welcome back to the Ray Show on Rock 106.9 online for you WRQK.com We have a uh, video available for you up there. The best of uh, the bloopers from all of uh, 2016 there. I can't believe it's almost the end of the year this year flew by for me
0: yeah we're definitely at that point of the year where it's like all right what were the 10 biggest songs coming up next we have the 10 funniest viral videos
1: i wonder what the 10 biggest songs of the year were we should go back and look it's our tuesday tomorrow i'm sure we played some of them oh yeah i would imagine probably be uh, in that
0: united states of pop 2016
1: yeah i guess that would be a good place to start we'll yeah. do that at nine o'clock Today, too? You want to do it today, too? <laughs> no.
0: No? All right. No, I don't, uh...
1: And rob people of this quality entertainment? you out of your mind? You can't do that.
0: Might do alter Tuesday. Who knows?
1: Now, after 11, I believe we do. We have another $50 gift card. Let me get my high-tech system out. The two pieces of paper you have to, like, tape together to see which days and... I don't know why you can... Hard Rock. Hard Rock Roxino $50 gift card. Nine, uh, around 9 around 20 this morning. We'll get checked up with that. I don't know if you saw this, but there was a story where a couple of cops had uh, a pretty embarrassing story happen. Okay. Uh, this is out of New York, where cops broke into a car, smashed in one of the windows, because they were trying to rescue somebody that they were afraid was frozen inside the car.
0: Well, yeah, dude. I mean, if you're sitting out in a car and, and, and you don't have any heat going, dude, you can, your ass could
1: definitely freeze to death. You could be a popsicle. So somebody had called the police and said, there's an elderly woman frozen to death in a parked car. Jeez. Like somebody who thought this woman was dead in the car. How bad do you feel if you left grandma out in the car? You're like, hey, grandma, dude, I just got to run
0: into Giant Eagle real quick. Be she, right out. She freezes to death. Dude, a grandma sickle be terrible, right? Just I'm so old. (laughs) A grandma
1: sickle, awful. That would be (laughs) that would would be terrible. I feel like Santa's going back to the North Pole with some of your gifts. And what (laughs) an what an awful way to go, right? Like that would would, oh, that would
0: suck, dude. All right, we'll put
1: a pin in that because that's actually coming up a little later at nine o'clock. So put a pin in that. So, like I said, people are calling the cops like, dude, there's a woman frozen to death in a car out here. You got to get out of here. So cops, of course, rushed to the scene. They want to help out. And uh, they found what appeared to be a woman sitting in a car in the passenger seat. And she was wearing an oxygen mask. So the sergeant busted the rear window. It's not like they were going to smash the window like right by her face. And to open the door. And when they opened it, they realized that the woman wasn't frozen to death. It was just a realistic mannequin. Like it just looked like a real person. Now, the car's owner comes out and says uh, he uses the dummy for his job selling medical training aids. Like he's like one of those dudes. Okay. So he's got like an old lady mannequin that rides around with him. I thought this was going to be, well, I wanted to use the carpool lane. Like I thought it was going to be like one of those. But he sells like training aids and, you know, medical stuff. So he's got like this I mean, dude, she's got like the liver spots on like the forehead and everything. I mean, it lo- it does. It looks realistic. I mean, that looks like a grandma for sure.
0: I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, you know, selling medical things for to old people is a great business. You probably make a ton of money doing it. But like, what do you need a a, a real mannequin for like
1: well I mean new products come out all the time and you're going to have to show somebody yeah this is how you would apply it or this is how you I mean right
0: I don't know I don't know it just feels weird to me and why would you need something so lifelike why couldn't I mean I would honestly think if you're using it as like A -A -A a skeleton not a skeleton, but something that was obviously fake. Something that was that would probably be like a store mannequin. Yeah, that would probably be better in my opinion. It's like if you're using an actual
1: uh, I don't know. I bet if you humanize it, it'll be like, well, I don't want my grandma to die like that.
0: I think this dude's banging that thing.
1: That's, that's, <laughs> why. Yeah. I
0: mean there's there's been no, why? Because because what else are you I mean, like Lars and the Real Girl? Like he's yeah. just got like a ninety year. Hey, he's got a grandma sickly bang. Yeah, I totally think that this dude's banging this thing. I mean, is he using it for work sometimes? Sure, maybe. But that feels like a stretch to me. I bet you. I, well, I bet guess you, that's fair. If,
1: sometimes guys use their wives to do some work. That's fair. It's fair.
0: If there was a bit more investigation, if, if 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 we really got to the bottom of things, I think. Uh, you feel like
1: a criminal got away
0: here. I don't think he's a criminal. Listen, you can bang an inanimate uh, object. If you
1: bang a 90-year-old mannequin, there's, <laughs> you're doing something else wrong, too. You can bang an inanimate object all you no, want. No, you I- can't. I not think, without being a criminal. I don't think you're a crook, but I do. Dude, dude I, if you bang a ninety-year-old mannequin, you got sweaty palms, and you know my theory: if your palms are sweaty, you're guilty. It just
0: does not feel like this is a this is a a case of I have to use it for work. I don't. Know, what are you using that thing for, work?
1: You know, I don't, I don't, you know, everybody thinks it's me that has the negative view on the world. Here I am thinking this guy's like just, you know, an average schmo nice. working, his, working his way through the world. You know what I mean? Doing what he's got to do to earn a paycheck. He's, you know, sells medical aids. He's got, you know, he's got a doll to, you know, so he can like show people how the oxygen masks work. And of course, no, he's got to be like, you know, bowling balling her in Why? order for
0: you to be happy. Why wouldn't he just put it on himself and be like, hey, this is how you do this. Here, we'll put the mask on. I'll show you what it looks like on a living breathing human being here's how we breathe in it okay all right here that's that's what it is what about a, a, what about a mannequin makes this a more a better cell? what what about so you're lugging this this lifelike grandma in with an <laughs> oxygen mask into somebody's home i'm going to be yeah, like, but there's not like
1: what are you doing there's not like pubes on her face though
0: ah, dude did you look dude enhance the picture you're going to see something there there's no way he's not banging
1: that dude. I, I gotta tell you, you have a very negative view of your fellow man. I just don't. I don't know what it is with you that you don't think a straight dude can go 20 Listen, minutes without trying to bang something. I don't think. I don't think that this dude's like a morally reprehensible person that deserves
0: to be in jail. I'm just saying, I'm betting you that this guy has has uh, has used it to self pleasure once or twice. Well,
1: yeah. then why wouldn't it be a younger one? Why would it be like who a hundred and one year old
0: Who knows if this dude has a thing for octogenarians? you, you don't know. I mean people have different kinks dude. It's certainly certainly grandma banging's not anything that's, you know, outside of the realm of possibility. No, I've seen it
1: on Maury. Yeah.
0: So, dude, I think this dude is 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 taking full advantage of 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 the lifelikeness or the, the lifelike stylings of this mannequin. I'm sure he is. Weirdo.
1: Now, here's a perfectly good explanation on why the guy could have it if he sells medical aids. That's not him banging the grandma sickle, <laughs> as you so perfectly put it, by the way. As Jay tweets in, and says, dude, it's probably a CPR dummy as
0: well. Why would a CPR dummy be that lifelike? I've seen CPR dummies. They don't look like that. They don't.
1: They don't look like that. They don't have liver spots on them. <laughs> Well, maybe this is like dude, maybe you maybe this is the new reefer madness, maybe this is like maybe they updated maybe they updated the don't drink and drive prom video, maybe that's what it is
0: you know my theory, dude, that everybody as soon as a new technology comes out that somebody's gonna bang it within a half an hour, and this new granny doll came out, and this guy was he he took he took one for the team and decided to bang that thing.
1: Well, I mean, the cops did break into the window and it ended up being a mannequin, so I guess they would be stupid enough to believe he sold medical aids, right? And wouldn't you really, if you were on the spot, be like, oh, well, I can tell these two cops I bang it, <laughs> or, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you might be right with that. All right, we do have a $50 gift card, good uh, for the Hard Rock Rock in Northfield Park, you'll get hooked up with that, and also, also, I know you got some shopping to do, but beware. So It's It's that week, right? It's, it's this week where it's like, beware, don't shop now. But there's new science out that says when you should and should not shop, we'll give it to you next on the Stansberry Show.
2: On Rock
1: 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on uh, Rock 106.9. Online WRQK.com. Fantone found himself a beautiful Mexican lady, Olga Larrera put her photos up for you at wrqk.com. man she hot you can also watch a guy there dude he put a, on a like this fat dude wore a coat made out of like uh, fireworks and they lit it off it's like a serious twist on fat guy in a little coat there looks like it hurt a lot that looks painful I don't think I would have done that Sunday the big holiday and uh this week this is the, this is when all those stories come out about like oh you know what the perfect gift is and like this store's open this and can you believe that they make their workers work on Christmas Eve and like that whole thing the war on christmas Yeah, yeah. yeah. the war on christmas it's going to be all week it's yeah. like nauseating this stuff right and like some of the headlines are hilarious and this story we're going to dive into here has one of these headlines beware of shopping while you're lonely. And they're going to model the this after the, you know, you don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry because you end up coming home with stuff you didn't want. Well, the truth of the matter is I wanted cookies anyway, right? But they tell you not to go shopping when you're lonely. What happens, they claim if you hit... The places of consumerism, while you're feeling a little lonely, that what ends up happening, and I guess this is, I mean, it should make a little bit of sense that you end up impulse buying. And it helps you feel a little bit better, at least short term, over your loneliness. But they say the problem is is that it brings on a slew of negative emotional problems, like regret. Because now you bought the thing, you feel great momentarily And then an hour later you're like why did I do that? I wasted this money. It's much like, you know what? It's honestly it's a lot like a fast food window. Like it's quick fix, but then after you just set yourself back from what what it is your real goal was here. Well,
0: I mean, honestly, retail therapy, the concept of that is very real. Oh, I do I it mean, all the time. It, it it it's certainly a a feel good, you know, moment when you do buy something, especially if it's something special if it's something different i mean it's not always you know a feel-good moment when you go and buy groceries but if you're going to you know go buy yourself something uh, you know something special something christmasy something kind of like a present to yourself that's a that, that's a total feel-good moment uh, but you're right a very you know it's, it's not a lasting
1: the amount of times on a saturday or sunday while i'm alone or bored and that's really what it would be for me i'm not lonely but i'm bored a lot And having another human around a lot would probably stop boredom. I'd probably be more angry, but I wouldn't be as bored. But uh, So for me, it's boredom. I'm not lonely, but I am bored. But I will, Saturday and Sunday, Like the amount of times I will leave my house just to go spend money to take my mind off the fact that I'm bored happens all the time. Or even eBay. Like I did this the other day with myself for Christmas. So I was like, oh, my God, the holiday season's here. I, you know, I, I mean, I got my niece. I'll send my brother a gift card probably. And, you know, and outside of that, my, my shopping list isn't all that long. And I, um, I like gift buying. I like buying gifts for somebody. I have gift anxiety when, I, when I'm buying somebody. A and I don't have that this year. I don't have any of that. Like I'm not dating anybody this Christmas like I, was, like I was last year or any of that. So I'm missing out on that thing that I like. And so I started thinking about it while I was on the couch the other day. I was like, oh, my God. And I started thinking. I was like, "What would I want? Like, I'm not in a relationship, but what? I, what would I want?" And I was like, "All right, well, maybe I'll buy myself something for Christmas." Then I was like, "You know what? I'll, you know, I'll, well, I work hard. I'll get myself a nice little Christmas present." And I was even I was struggling to come up with like what it is I would even want. I was like, "All right, well, don't just buy something just to buy something. I was like, that's a waste of money." So I ended up. I mean, I decided to. I'm going to regrip my clubs. My, you know, I'm going to regrip my golf clubs as a Christmas present to myself. Now, by the time I'm done, all in, it'll be about 100 bucks. And so, sure enough, I did that. I ordered the grips online. They're being sent to the house probably tomorrow. And then, you know, I'll take them over to Foxy Golf and they'll put them on for me and all that or whatever. But I did it. Like, I regretted it immediately. Now, again, like I said, it was boredom, not lonely, but at those I think that those emotions are, are similar. They're very, yeah. very similar. It, it's you, it's, you it's similar. Hairs. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're, you're, it's a very similar emotion there. But I'm totally a retail therapy person all the time. As a matter of fact, I just bought like another video game the other day because I was like, well, you know, kind of bored. I don't have anything to do. All right, Titanfall 2. I guess I'll do that. Which, by the way, if you have a gamer on your list this year, both Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 are both miles away, miles ahead of the new Call of Duty. It's not even close. The new Call of Duty is, honestly, that game sucked. As a matter of fact, I bought, like, the full blown out version of the new Call of Duty where it's like all the map packs, all that stuff, all the, you know, downloadable content that releases all throughout this next year. I already sold it back to GameStop. Already sold it back. Don't even own it anymore. I mean, that's how bad that game was. Battlefield 1, Titanfall 2. You have uh, probably children that you're buying. (laughs) Probably, Probably children if you have those and you're looking to buy toys, both those games are far and away better than the new Call of Duty.
0: Now, as we talk about um, shopping and, 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 and the Christmas season and the holidays and loneliness, um, you know, people are going to want to know. I'm not lonely. People are going to want to know. What are you doing for Christmas? You got um, less than a
1: week to figure this out. Nothing? I'm not, well, I'm not going to Vegas. Um, I've decided not to go to Los Angeles. I've decided not to go to either one of those things and be responsible and not spend the money on the plane ticket. I think that's the right call. I've, uh, I've, I've chosen to be responsible. Christmas Day, I will have plans. Yes, I will, uh, I will be with friends, and uh, we will do that whole thing. Outside of that, the rest of the time, while you and I are scheduled to be out of the, the studio, I am going to be very low-key. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be around the apartment a lot. Uh, I'll probably be out at Skyland Pines. You, you know, luckily the, those awesome people out there have a, like a heated driving range uh, option, so I can hit golf balls. You got some new gripped clubs too. And, yeah. uh, well, not quite. Yeah, hopefully, oh, oh, yeah, hopefully here. It only takes about a day to get them, uh, get them gripped. But yeah, by but maybe by the end of this week, that should be turned around and done. All
0: right. Well, dude, you know, not to say because. I don't care what you do. You do whatever the hell you want. You're your life, you're I want to stay man. home
1: Christmas Day. I do. But you can't. People won't let you.
0: Well, I mean, and that's the whole thing is December 25th. For some reason, you have to do something. If December 26th and the 24th, you're like, nobody cares. But But the 25th, you're doing something. And that's all that, you know, because what it's going to boil down to is my girlfriend's going to ask me, what's Dan doing for
1: Christmas? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. I don't care. And she's going to be like, well, is he lonely? No. Dan's got a great life. Dan does whatever the hell he wants, whenever the hell he wants, buys whatever he wants, comes and goes as he wants. Dan has, dude. Dan has gone. Dan has taken forty years to completely mold the, his life the exact way he wants it.
0: People are going to ask me on Twitter what Stansberry doing. I know he's not. I know he's not masturbating today because no. it's Christmas. Yeah, hands above the waist there on Christmas. So, all right, as long as you have plans, as long as you have that something- starts
1: Christmas Eve at midnight. By the way, I know some of you try to sneak it in. Santa and I both know. Really, Christmas Eve at midnight? I would say, if
0: anything, I would say probably Christmas Eve after six, once it gets dark, because at that point Santa could come at any time. You can't at all, though. (laughs) Phrasing? Unless you're watching this Mariah Carey video, Mariah, dude, have you seen her recently? She's been slutting it up a lot, and she looks—is she back looking hot now? She looks real good because she
1: kind of goes back and forth, where you get heavy Mariah, thin Mariah
0: little bit of thickness on it ain't nothing wrong with that. No, you know who she dates, dude. They love a little thickness on it.
1: I don't. I don't know what you mean. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I know that. I don't know if I know that offensive stereotype. I don't think I know that one. Can we get? Can I get offensive stereotype flashcards, please? All right. There's something that parents do that annoys the hell out of me. Okay. And that's putting it lightly, because it's a serious thing. Okay. And it seems to be a seasonal thing. And I don't understand this, but this seems to be a summer activity. And it's a serious problem affecting the country. Um, You hear about it all the time all summer, and now it's just happened now, and it seems like out of season for this to be happening. And I want to examine that, about how it only takes place in the warmer of months. And uh, so I'll make it all that much clearer for you next on The Stansberry Show. 6-9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock Nine. We have a $50 gift card for the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park there. We're going to pass out round nine twelve. Oh. Did we already do that? No. Did I forget to do that? Yeah. Damn it. It's all right. We'll get it on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we'll do that now. Oh, man. That's the first one I've screwed up of this. It's ours. Oops, oops, oops. Sorry. That's gonna my boss is gonna be mad at me about that one.
0: No, he won't. Your boss is gone, dude. Your boss isn't around. Yeah, I guess
1: he would have to be here to know. Yeah, he will be fine. So we'll hook you up with that now. I apologize. I'm really sorry about that. I um uh, that one's completely on me there. That's my bad. So I wanna to talk to uh I wanna to talk to you about this thing that this hit me because I realized I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You don't hear about this in the wintertime, you only hear about this in the summertime which makes no sense to me. And a woman was arrested in Denver, Colorado there, after her two-year-old son was left inside a vehicle in sub-zero temperatures overnight. Brr. They were called to search her Ford Fusion around 1040 a.m. And uh, by noon there, they found the snow-covered vehicle at a strip mall parking lot, and the toddler was found inside suffering from hypothermia Ugh. and frostbite, was taken in an area hospital. His condition at, at the time this was written was unknown. Now, that's awful. And, you know, you should bring your kids inside and you should, you know, be on top of this. But it,
0: yeah.
1: Right. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? On that whole mom thing. Yeah. Let's be on top of that. You know yeah. what I mean? I know you're busy posting memes about how you have haters and, you know, basic bitches can't, you know, see you and all that. But, you know, let's bring the kids inside, and make sure they don't freeze to death in the car. Right. But it got me thinking about this yesterday when I read the story, which is why is this the thing that you hear constantly once a month? You see this in the summer and then yet in the winter, all of a sudden you parents just remember to bring the kids inside right? Because it is, it's, it's like every month in the summer, and I have to hear about, well, you don't know what it's like to have a kid, and you know, you're sleepless nights, and you lose, and you forget, and like and you're just, you're scatterbrained. Well, it's like, well, then what are you doing when it's freezing cold outside? But you can master it when it's cold?
0: The parents who uh, do the the, the the logic gymnastics to make some sort of an excuse for people who leave their kids in the car always baffles me. I'm just always like, are you really on the side of, well, it's hard being a parent. You, you don't know what it's like. Dude, you, you need to make sure your kids are inside hot or cold out there. I don't get it. There, there, there's no doubt about that. It just
1: seems like one of these things that you forget in the summertime, but yet in the winter, like this doesn't happen as much. I, I don't know
0: if it's that it doesn't happen as much. I think what the problem is or what the difference is. Is that the imagery or like it sounds of baked to death? Well, I, I think it's probably easier to overheat and die than it is the freeze and die. Like this kid, like you just said, like he had hypothermia and
1: frostbite, but he didn't die. Well, we don't know for sure. Yeah, we don't know how he's going to be overall.
0: Right. But I mean, at this point, they pulled out a live child versus pulling out a dead. Child, you know what I'm saying? And it's probably easier in a shorter amount of time for a kid to overheat and die than it is for a kid yeah, it to takes freeze to death. So with that being the case, if you if you accidentally leave your kid in the car seat... I mean, this was
1: overnight, they say.
0: If you leave your kid in the car seat for an hour on a hot day, dead kid. You know what I mean? Like, you got a, you got a little baked baby right there. Dead so kid. it's
1: easier to forget for an hour than it would be for an entire If, if you
0: forget for... An, well, okay, forget, that makes sense. That does make sense. If you forget for an hour in the winter, you go out there, you feel awful, but you don't have to involve the cops. Nobody's going to know. Right, you're able to hide that. And yeah, your kid's got blue toes, but I mean, the kid's not dead. Okay,
1: all right, so I'm just not hearing about it as much yeah. because the resolutions can be... Uh, uh, all right, because I was, I was like, I couldn't figure it out yesterday. I was like... You never hear about this. And yet every summer, you're right. It's like a thousand parents are always writing in to me going, you know, I would never leave my kid in the car, but you're being way too hard on these parents.
0: Now, uh, there, there is, you know, in a lot of situations, I can I can be like, all right, well, yeah, I don't have kids. And I understand that, you know, kids run away. They see a butterfly and they go flying in the other direction. I running into the street. Yeah. But that's, that's so different than forgetting your kid in a car. I don't care what your excuse is. I don't care how tough it is to be a parent. I don't care. Like, dude, you're leaving your child in a hot-ass car. That's your
1: fault. I say it all the time. I know it's really tough. That's why I chose not to do it, is because it seemed like a bitch, like a pain in the dick to do it. So I was like, no. So don't talk to me about how hard it is. Of course. That's why, dude, that's... Of course, dude, raising kids is the hardest job in the world because there's no manual. Nobody's ever mastered it. But if you didn't know that was going to be hard, then you weren't. Then, then, honestly, you don't have the makings to be a good parent.
0: Yeah, there's no manual. Nobody mastered it, sure. But, dude, everybody does it every single day, so it's not well, like... Well,
1: that's because we sold we sold Americans on this stupid idea that, that it's your right. It's your right to create one of the most destructive things the face of the planet has ever known, which is a human being. But it's your right. You just keep spitting out six or seven of the most destructive things on the Face of the planet ever, because you have a hole inside of you that can't be filled unless there's poop-filled diapers flying through your living room. Merry Christmas, everybody! Happy, everybody in the holiday spirit. Everybody good. Leave your kids out in the car. Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Do we already had right. a Do we had a grandma sickle story? Right. Let's let's get, let's baby, get a baby sickles. Alright, we'll be right back to close out the program next. Hang on.
2: The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9.
1: Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Online at I forgot to pass out that gift card for the Hard Rock again. Short-term memory loss. Dude. What? That is a mistake. It was. I screwed that up again. You know what it is? What is? And it? I hate to say this, but I, uh, I dude, I have senioritis. Oh I do.
0: yeah.
1: I do. Yeah. I just totally have it on the brain. I, uh, you know, that's a well, one show done now, uh, pretty much. So it's just the three more there because we're only working up until the, we'll be here through Thursday, and then uh, well Friday we start our winter break there, winter vacation, and we'll be done. And uh, I do, I is, and I feel. Oh, I always feel bad about it because dude, the show's not hard. So it's not like it's like oh my god I, you know I work so hard you got to get me out of here it's like it's, that's not what it is at all but like you do anything for a living sooner or later it becomes your job that's what, what it becomes to you and uh, like anybody else you know you would just choose to be doing something else right now right. if you if you had your option you know so like I'm like looking at the door going oh my god. Out of here. I wanna to go to the I wanna to go to the driving range. Let me out of here.
0: Yeah, dude, it's always tough when you know you have vacation coming up. Yeah. And for as much as we crap on our boss on a regular basis, and as much as he deserves it, by no stretch am I like, dude, I'm taking it all back. Because dude, our boss, awful person, he's terrible. But he was uh smart enough, savvy enough, and kind enough uh to notice that we had some leftover time at the end of the year, and he was kind of the one who was like, dude, you guys just take off. Sched- like, yeah, yeah, figure yeah, this out, know. get it
1: scheduled, get out of here, take some December, time.
0: You guys do your thing. So shout out to dumbass Daryl for once in his life.
1: You know, I don't want to do that, though, because then we'll have to grease the doorways to get his head in here for the next week.
0: Sorry, He's got tons of grease. He's got those little chubby Jimmy Dean finger sausages, and he can just grease right there, dude. He's got plenty of it.
1: That guy got a few years on me, not many, but he's got like three years on me, and he eats way more fast food than I do. Way more. Well,
0: not only does he I mean, he, not even close. He eats fast food on a regular basis, but what he's doing is he'll eat meals on the road because he knows when he goes home, his wife's like a... She won't let him eat good food. Vegan. Yeah. Organic. You're eating this, you know, these super
1: fruit foods and, and, and a sea berry. If, if it came out in the last three years yeah. and a dude in suspenders told her this is the way to stay thin, his wife buys it. And Chubbs has to eat it. Yeah. And,
0: and he goes home. And so I so I bet you he eats five meals a day because he eats three fast food on a regular basis. On a regular basis. Three meals of fast food and then two meals at home. That's crazy. What? <laughs> five full meals. Chubby little son of a bitch. He's always drinking sweet teas, always got those candies. Those He's going to be
1: so mad you called it sweet tea. He <laughs> says to me all the time. It's Because uh, I always feel like, dude, you're going to be a diabetic if you don't stop drinking that stuff and you can't drink sweet tea like that. You have to, it's not sweet tea. Like He gets like, all defensive about it. I keep telling Fantone, one of these days, I'm just going to pick it up from his desk and start <laughs> drinking it and I'm going to be like, Jacques Hughes, I knew it. Because I know it's sweet tea. I know it is. You don't get the, you don't get, you don't get, Dumbass, tarot waistline, without sweet tea.
0: Yeah, without a lot of sugar in that tea. You
1: gotta cut that out. Yeah, it's gonna die.
0: Yeah, but hats off to him, dude. He got us some vacation time. So so. fine, die all you want. So it's all good
1: there. You have big plans for the afternoon, dude. Uh, I
0: actually just found out my girlfriend has the day off. Didn't think she did, but I guess she got the day off. And, oh, nice. Good uh, for you. Yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, I don't know. Oh, it doesn't sound like you to know, go home what at all. What I'm hoping for is, well, I, I kind of had this afternoon planned of like, all right, you know, WWE roadblock was on last night. I want to watch that. I want to do this. I'm worried. I'm going to go home, and it's going to be babe. Oh, no. She's going to have things for you. Yeah, do. it's yeah, going to be. For sure she will. Babe. Christmas is this week. I don't know when the next time I have off is. We're gonna have to do this, 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 this and this. And I'm gonna be like, we already went, grocery, or we already went shopping. We already have all the presents. I mean, that's. You, I mean, you're, yeah. you only got two, like, two things left, right? But it's still gonna turn into Christmas extravaganza. No, no, I'm dude. It's, it's a girlfriend. She's gonna drag you to things you don't want to do. I have to go to Belden Village today, and I dude, I just, I'd rather pull my teeth out of my head than have to do that. But I just know that I'm gonna be up on the strip,
1: and then we're gonna be like, oh, we're going to
0: Belton Village, and then we're going in the mall, and it's gonna be awful, and that's what my day is
1: gonna be. What do so, you got going on? What's your story? Oh, dude, I'm going to the driving range. Just legitimately, it it. yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to the driving range, gonna hit golf balls for about an hour or two and then do that. Dude, I, uh, I have to push Belden off. Listen to when I'm doing this. So, a friend of mine's coming down to spend a few days at the end of the week, okay, and uh, she's gonna come down Thursday, we're gonna hang out, and then Friday, she has to do some of her Christmas shopping. So, I'm going to Belden Village, the mall, that area, Ugh. two days before Christmas. Friday afternoon. I'm going to be out there all day. And honestly, it's got, I'm painting, I'm heart painting my face for it. I'm going to, yeah, no I'm seriously, I'm going to take the shopping cart as soon as I walk in and I'm throwing it out in the middle of the floor, like sword style like, yep, let's get ready. It's, it's time, now time for battle. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. That, oh my god, I, dude, I'm, I'm miserable even thinking about it. Dude, oh. dude let me tell you people, you got to cut other human beings out of your life. <laughs> If you do it, man, there's no gift buying. There's no running to stores. It's
0: fantastic. Yeah, who cares if you die alone? Who cares if you're an old man just laying there in bed, nobody taking care of you, dude, nobody loving you? I'm
1: telling you, nursing homes have come a long <laughs> way, man. Some guy just hit a 70-year-old. Like, Remember that 70-year-old guy hit a hooker in his, in his like, nursing home? You can, I'm telling you, the, dude, they have the life. They have the life. See Alice now? Yeah, yeah boners never have to stop. Except for right now. like At 40 they just disappear. But at 70 you can totally get boners again. All right. That's probably uh, as far as we should go. Yeah. We do have a $50 gift card. Good for the Hard Rock. Sorry about putting you up next to that. Sorry. And uh, we should pass that out right now. Call our 10, 1-800-243-7625. We'll send you to the Hard Rock, uh, Roxino. Good uh, with a $50 gift card to spend as you see fit. Aside from that, we are done for the day. We will be back live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a fantastic afternoon. See you.